1: This is a First squad, podcast.
2: First
3: squad, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy.
4: The out, number
2: one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely it. Hunts Cafe. Spicy <laughs>
1: conversations.
2: It's Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Man, belly yeah.
0: yeah. Microwave.
6: Reggie Long, yeah. a.k.a. Dollars and
3: Tits. Yeah. My name is Nathan Ivey. You, yeah. The Sports Bar,
5: also known as Stacey Sports Radio.
7: With the
1: Seven hundred. Yeah, it boy, DJ, keep yeah, it up.
6: It's gonna get the BS three sports show. It's gonna
2: get you. Yeah. This is DJ Queen from the X Squad.
5: Of course, my man
1: Lopan on the Wait a Minute Show
6: right, yeah. We got the jazz. Yeah. Yeah. Fresco famous.
1: The
6: yeah. yeah. ball shop sports fuck five
1: ass. Scarlet give it to you!
7: That's worth I wonder if you, you ever knew you was a role model to me first The next day I, I woke up in the morning Seeing you on the news Looked in the mirror then realized that I, I I had something to prove You told me Don't be like me Just finish watching cartoons Which is funny now Cause all I see is Raleigh Coyotes in the room And I run it no, 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 no. And I run it no, 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 no. And I run it no, 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 no. Yeah. And I run it yeah, that's ironic <laughs> Ironic <laughs> That's ironic yeah, yeah, Ironic yeah, yeah. So all of my wounds Hear my tears, all of my tunes Let my life loose in this booth Just for you, motherfucker, hope y'all amused And Ironic <laughs> And Ironic <laughs>
8: wanna ride, reminisce when I have the morning an appetite. Apple and knockers that I hit the TV died. And a maniac, the only thing that give me peace of mind I'm a maniac when him and that's the enemy that lie. Tell a story that I never blurred 25 Not to worry, heavy worry overcome and see you furry on That's a covenant I put on every tried. Ain't nobody go tie your shoe Nobody go abide by your rule Nobody horn your gun, how come your tongue say killer then kill my mood Life speed living in the world you know Little hold me feeling like a live wire Bet I put some new tires on a lightning boy. Till I reckon to pole like a right to vote I ain't from the bottom of the jungle Living in the bottom of the food chain When you get a new chain Nigga take it from you A new name One stripe, And you as he look alike Hope another homicide don't numb you And do things we'll never learn soon In the era what we wanna earn soon That's an era You can smell it In the era everybody really doomed That's why I'm back doing you motherfuckers All y'all can't sell my dick All them days at the county building I'm about to make my mama rich Cartoons and I ain't felt this Scrooge McDuck the elementary hood shit
7: she was, she was giving birth to a baby born to be just like you. I, I wonder what that's worth. I, I, I wonder if you, you ever knew you was a role model to me first. The next day I I woke up in the morning seeing you on the news Looked in the mirror and realized that I, I, I had something to prove You told me Don't be like me Just finish watching Cartoons Which is funny now Cause all I see is Wally Coyotes In the room And I run it And I run it And I run it And I run it That's ironic I run it That's ironic I run it So all
5: of my wounds, hear my tears, all of my tunes Let my life loose in this booth,
7: just for you Motherfucker, hope y'all amused And I run it And I run it And I run it And I run it
8: Oh, that's ironic. This shit, mega nigga just wanna shit. home everybody even with a pot to piss in. How my aim sloppy at a loud mouth. Discharge, dismiss any business of yours. Discounts never did amount to a check that your ass couldn't cash when the shit bounced. Everything dismounts, niggas gon' flip that car. AKs for the whole hood, house lick went down perfect. Two shots to the head, he deserved it. Overheard it, hit my bed with a bowl and remote control. Dark Darkwing duck, lost service. Mama said I better duck, she is nervous i am haul up in the cut, hit the curtains I mean, don't intervene with no gun machines This blocks, they jerk In the feds they lurk And emerge, you know, everybody corner dash. Get a toe tag when you play tag With the task of a new
1: task
8: Everybody wanna know my life How did I make it past Well, let me tell you like this I've been running this shit since I Cartoons and cereal.
7: To be just like you, I-I wonder what that's worth. i, I, I wonder if you-you ever knew you was a role model to me first. The next day, I-I woke up in the morning, seen you on the news. Looked in the mirror, and realized that I-I-I had something to prove. You told me, don't be like me. Just finish watching cartoons. Which is funny now, because all I see is Wally Coyotes. In the room, and I was out so, all of my wounds, hear my tears, all of my tunes. Let my
5: life loosen this booth just for you. Motherfucker, hope y'all amused. I did wrong. Ooh. Karma came, crackers gave me ball and chain.
9: Friends, enemies, all the same. Stay fit. Both can yo, 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 what's good? What's good, folks? Welcome to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles, yeah, man. here in the house tonight, y'all. We got a great show for y'all. We're live right here on Spreaker.com. <laughs> Make sure y'all go to Spreaker.com and type in Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast and go to our page. Click the follow button so you can get in this chat room, communicate with everybody else, communicate with us, chop it up with your homeboys. And when we do these live shows, you'll get these notifications on when we do these live shows. Also, you want to follow us on social media, go to the Facebook page, go to the Instagram page at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Also, you can go to our Twitter handle, which is Barbershop S-P-O-R-2, and we got the WordPress blog site. Just go to WordPress.com, and you'll find all of our blog sites there. Um, just want to shout out some folks here that just popped up in the chat room here. I see the homie Big L repping the X Squad. What, what, up? Up? what, what up? up? What up? What up? Was good? Uh see the homie Sluggo. He's reppin' X Squad also. What up? What up? What up? Uh Miss Mocha Bella. Thank you. You yes, rep X Squad also. Thank you for joining us in the chat room. I see 334 Bama Boy. What up, what up? Repping them uh repping that Crimson Tide o- over down there. Um DJ Knox was good. Repping X Squad as well. What up? And I think that's it. Yeah, I They're think that's it program. for now.
10: So, um, so, how, how was the week, man? Man, man, man. Week is good, man. We out here building, man. I um, I want to, you know, take time out to say, uh, you know, prayers out to all the families and everything that's going, out, going on down in Houston. Yes, sir. First and foremost. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Joel Osteen, man. You got to open them church doors up, bro. Well... I think I heard something
9: about that earlier today. It was a kind of a misunderstanding. Well, that's what they say. Mm -hmm. But I've seen every report out there saying that what happened with his church was that parts of his church got flooded, so it became a safety issue. So people necessarily couldn't go to the church to kind of stake out for a little bit. I also
10: heard that that was some bullshit.
9: After he came out and said that,
10: yeah. Okay, well, you I mean, know, you know, I mean, obviously, well, I'm, I'm in this Basement, I don't know, but but if you can get people in there, get them folks up in there. From what I heard, they're letting
9: people up in there now.
10: So it stopped flooding. I guess so. I
9: I, I don't right. know. Like I don't like I said. I don't. I've never been to Houston. I don't so. know what you know what that area looks like as far as. The church in comparison to where all the actual damage is
10: at. Hey, look, I'm going to say this, man. I, I Look, he, if if you can get people in your church, let people in your church... Um, yeah, that's all I'm I mean, saying. Like and, 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 it, and
9: it doesn't just
10: I'm be on Joel that. Osteen's yeah, part. It's right.
9: every pastor, every church that's down there, if your doors can open, if it's nothing that has to do with safety... Go ahead and let, let people you know in them there them in, until things kind of, you know, blow over. Because this storm is just continuing yeah. as we speak right yeah, now. It's, so. it's crazy,
10: man. So, uh, prayers for them, Joel Osteen. Let people be in church if you can, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, still quality word in my opinion. He even got me through a couple of couple of days, man. Bam, like, spirit <laughs> me down. He even got me through a couple of days. So. Yeah, 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 yeah.
9: I saw something on your Facebook the other day.
10: You was trying to find a church or something? Um. Yeah, I need to get my ass back in church, man. But uh, bedside Baptist. Um, I need to. I, I need to quit bedside Baptist. I don't really say I need to quit bedside Baptist, but I definitely need to get out and go to church. Right. You know what I'm saying assembly. Everybody talking about Zion in in, in, in Mount in the, Zion. In the Glenarden area. Uh huh. Um, that's all everybody on my
9: stamped. Zion. Zion. Church of Glenarden. It
10: seemed like it seemed like a church that I don't want to go to because everybody's stamping it, but I'm at least try it out. Right, so. right. I
9: heard Glenarden's a mega church. I yeah, think we've been yeah. there before. Yeah, I'm sure a couple times. Yeah, I'm
10: sure I've been there before, but right, I right. just don't you know It's but it's like, a big yeah.
9: one. It's kinda like the one in Upper Marlboro. The Evangel Cathedral, that big big place, that's not far from Six Flags, where they have all those stage plays, oh, Jericho, those Christmas uh, yeah, shows, Jericho. yeah, is, is Jericho? Yeah, I thought to. it was Evangel Cathedral or something like that.
10: Oh, I know Jericho. You talking about? It says by Six Flags. Oh, it's it's up first, the street from Six Flags, not, not the one by the boulevard,
9: not the one by the okay, boulevard, yeah, not yeah, that one. Yeah, I
10: used to do a lot of plays over at Jericho. Right, right, right. Hey, I, I got a another
9: um, special shout out here. Um, I want to shout out DJ Larry Love. Um, no, who's the homeboy that, uh, we went down to Atlanta to kind of watch him and his homeboy, uh, Sneaker Q do their show on livehiphopdaily.com. Um, I was just going through Instagram yesterday and, um, come to find out his co host, uh, Sneaker Q, um, passed away somehow. Um, I, I, I don't know what, um, I don't know what happened. Yeah. I don't know, you know, obviously I didn't ask because, I mean, it's not appropriate to ask what happened. You know, he's grieving and everything. But, um, yeah, I I saw some posts, man, and um, he he put up a picture of him and Sneaker Q Uh on his Instagram. And he had a long diatribe of, man, you know, we done been through this, we done been through that. And, you know, we came up in the same class and, you know, college and all that stuff. and. You know, rest in peace and yeah, all man, that stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know what happened yeah. but um you know, I I did some searching. Um I even went to Sneaker Q's page and I saw some rest in peace shout outs yeah. and then um even some shout outs on uh, Larry Love's page. So yeah. um, you know, to DJ Larry Love, keep your head up, bruh. Rest in
1: peace um,
9: Sneaker Q, man. that's man. yeah, that that that's that is crazy. crazy. Yeah. I you know, I, 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 I DM'd them up on um instagram the other day and uh you know he gave me a a shout out back and was like you know appreciate the love and all that stuff but um that's crazy that 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 is shocking that that's shocking and and just today um a picture of uh sneaker q went up you know with his wings behind his back and all that and so i'm just like yo this cat is i mean if he's not our age he's he's around the He's around the block of our age. I mean, he's
10: younger. Yeah. He's a young dude, period. Young cat. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm like, what what the hell happened? That's crazy. Yeah. Rego, what up? Yeah, man. Rest in peace of Sneaker Q, man. I I mean, I didn't know him. I mean, I'm not going to pretend to know him super well, but, you know, from the conversation, um, the little short conversation we had, man, I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, seemed like a cool dude. Seemed like he was about you know, doing what he was doing about his business, doing what he was trying to do, you know, coming up in this world. So, I mean, yeah, definitely, man. Definitely gone too soon. Um, rest in peace to rest in peace to Sneaky Q, man, and condolences, man. Um, Larry Love seemed like DJ Larry Love seeing like cool people too when, when we met him as well. Yeah,
1: yeah.
9: You know, I mean even despite the misunderstanding, you know, I thought we were trying to, you know, get on the show and all that and we ended up not getting on the show, but we still did have a conversation with Larry Love about a few things and all that and some, you know, future networking and all that. But yeah. um, j- j- just I just hate to see, you know, whether I know him personally or whether I just have a conversation with him months prior, I just hate to see guys like that um, pass so quickly, you know, so young and um, fresh and successful at that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they had something popping. They had something going. So, um, you know, I don't know what the direction of the show is going to go. Um, but I, you know, again, to DJ Larry love, you know, hold your head high. Um, you'll get through this. It's, you know, it, it'll take some time, but you know, you're successful. Keep on, you know, keeping on what you're doing, man. And, you know, much love to you and the family and, um, you know, much love to sneak accused family as well. Absolutely. More importantly. Yeah, so, um, I just want to also, um, shout out my cousin miles. He's in the building. Right here in the studio, uh, you know, taking some pictures and all that stuff. So, you know, appreciate him, you know, joining us for the next uh, couple of hours here. And um, I guess in the next maybe 15, 20 minutes, um, and I've been advertising this since yesterday, folks, um, we're going to talk about the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight, the spectacle that happened over the weekend. My man
10: Alex Burgers of RBR Boxing is going to join us. Um we definitely gonna get into uh you know, the Conor McGregor fight, um, you know, the heavyweight the state of the heavyweight state of heavyweight boxing. Yep. State of boxing as a whole, man. We definitely wanna talk about this upcoming Triple fight. Triple G and, and Canelo Alvarez. We definitely wanna get into uh, you know, his webs uh his website RBR Boxing, he getting the app together. No doubt, um, no doubt. I actually had I actually um got the app. And, um, you know what I'm saying, it's, you know, I ain't really get a good chance to get all through it yet, but it's, you know, nice setup app, you know what I'm saying? So he definitely making moves out here. Right, right. um, In the boxing world, man. So we definitely going to talk to him. Um, That's my homie, man. And, you know, just like with, uh, you know, we talk with Sharif. Finally, we got him on. Just like when we talk with Sharif, man, um, you know, and I know Sharif, you know, for a long time as well, man. But I people, it's, I love talking, being able to put our people on platforms um when they doing like they're doing something when they're like, doing he's something like, yeah he's, he's real live um i mean he real live is out here doing this uh boxing website for real like yep, yep. like he's consistent with it is um i saw the other day um like just looking up youtube videos, trying to find turns crawford mm-hmm. punching a hole through his stomach uh two weekends ago that oh afternoon. um crawford or Terrence Crawford Punch a right, hole right. Dude, Whatever his name the is The African cat Yeah he mm-hmm. punched a hole through This nigga's stomach And I was trying to look For a video to show Melvin mm-hmm. The other day And when I found The highlight On YouTube Some re- some random user Actually ripped RBR Boxing's video Oh okay To use for his own video So it's like It's it's even to the point Where Alex is um Yeah you know If niggas is
9: copying Off of what you're doing That mean you're doing Something Right that, that means right. you're doing something real big. That's much, much props, much respect to him. Yeah, so we're, we're going to have him on after our first break, uh, a little bit around 7.30. Um, so I, I guess we got to get into this protest that happened last week that uh, we kind of hyped up. yeah, And rightfully so, we, we hyped this protest Who up. Who was
10: going to be there? That? Who
9: um, DJ Knox. And I, and, I, and I would appreciate it if, um, if DJ Knox it. would... Um, Give us a call here at the show The number to dial the show for everybody else If you want to call in is 240-532-2718 I would definitely like to get His perspective on what he saw While he was there And you know again I appreciate you brother For you know repping for the X squad Up there And seeing a lot of Our people come together To stand up for something That's really big and as far as I knew, no violence broke out, no, you know, big major fights Trust me, broke out. Trust if
10: it happened, we... Sure, yeah. sure, if
9: it was something big, you, you know what I'm saying? If it was something big, then I think that something would have definitely been on the news. And, and it's funny, speaking of the news, um, I know ESPN put out a report that there was at least... 1,000 people at the protest. Okay. I think that's BS. Yeah, that's good, man. Because it definitely, by the pictures, it definitely looked like it was more people there. So I, I have no clue, you know, where that number came from. Again, I wasn't there, but just looking at pictures and you know they had like sorority groups they had fraternity groups Yo. show up yeah. um they had church groups show up um your boy Jamal Bryant I seen him up on the stage was tweet there uh I did not see tweet <laughs> 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 I did I did not see tweet but um Reverend Al was up there um I, I can't think of any other faces I mean some popular um black faces was actually there um I, I'm blanking yeah. on a few of them okay. but it, it, again it, it was just nice to see us as a people come together for a cause and, you know, particularly for Colin Kaepernick and, yeah. you know, I I, I kind of paid attention to some of his Instagram, some of his social media and he was real appreciative of the movement that was taking place up in New York last week, man. Um, now what happens moving forward? okay. That's what's up. That's what's up.
6: Kyle, look at that. What's good. What's good? What's good, Trey and Mike Strode? It's DJ Knox. What's good? Yes, sir. I'm yes, cool sir. Up, what man? up? What up? I'm cool, and I'm cool. And yeah, man, I had to call away, bro, because the protest, man. ESPN proclaiming that it was only a 1,000 people. It was clearly at least 7,000. That's cronies, what I'm talking I about.
10: Count it.
9: That's
6: what and I'm lead. talking about. And the crazy part is it was all nationalities, bro. That's why I felt like it was actually something that everybody came together. I never seen so many fuck the NFL signs and fuck Trump signs. <laughs> and even, even, even after it, like people was just like, yo, let's go and party and celebrate and do all this." It, it was a lot of togetherness, man, for real um definitely they had a couple of screens out there shit i seen like from the passing of cameras and overheads that they had over there because they had helicopters and shit like we was rioting mm. they actually had new york city police out there esus out there and everything so but it was as far as i know where i was standing wasn't no violence that's you know, what's up. what i'm saying but you know with them big corporate buildings they want to make it bigger than what it is. You feel what I'm saying? Right,
9: right, so right.
6: At the end of the at the end of the day, um, hell, I know I can't wait till the documentary comes out with Spike. Yes, because they said his whole crew was out there, cameras deep.
9: No doubt, no so doubt, I'm, man.
6: I'm just, you know, I'm just hoping. Um, I just, and my feeling, on the stand of it, if this man is willing to mis- risk millions. <laughs> Of dollars for a stand of what we trying to like for justice of a black man why can't we not go up there and march and demand this that's man a getting the job that's a fact you feel what i'm saying why not why not so it was me I, he risking a million dollars i'm risking just a days to pay right. you feel what i'm saying yeah and that's yeah. how i felt like this man is risking his whole livelihood. I've got to go and, and pay homage to this man because ain't nobody else is willing to, well, it was 7,000 strong willing, but you know what I mean? Just on my stand alone, like, I, that's how I felt. Like, this man is really risking millions, yeah. millions of dollars on his stand. So, I just, you know. I had to go and pay my just due, but it, you know, the way the media portrays everything, man, is always gonna be false. It wasn't no violence. It was, I'm telling you. So what, what, what was the game. vibe? What was the vibe like? I mean, like, what, can you,
10: like, what was the vibe
6: out there that you could tell? The vibe, the vibe was that togetherness when you knew, okay, after we, after 9 11, and we knew who the hell did it. That was the vibe. Yeah. That was the vibe. Like, black, white, everybody came together. And it was like, okay, you know, these guys overseas that did it, but hell, not all of them are bad. But we need to just be together on the strength because a million plus people, close to a thousand plus people in 9 11, just got killed. So the vibe was just great. People was offering me to go drink some beer with them and everything. Couple of Irish people. It was great, man. No it problem. was great. You feel what I'm saying? Like I said, i never seen so many fuck Trump sides and fuck the NFL sides. See, they're they not going to show you that.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, They're right, not going right. to
6: show you that. They're they not going to show you what... Actually, people feel like, yo, this shit is wrong. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I had, a lady, a Irish lady, she said she just felt like what they doing to him is straight up wrong. How they doing just black men injustice? And I was like, well. You know, it's America. We, it ain't nothing we could get used to. I don't care who you are. It ain't nothing we could get used to. It's just wrong. She was like, yeah, that's why I'm here, to, you know, show my gratitude, and it's, it's just fucked up. I was like, yeah. Hey, it, Knox. It's crazy.
9: Knox, so one last question before we uh, let you go here, um, because we, we've had a couple of people in the media that actually kind of downplayed this protest last week. And I'll give you an example of what I mean here. Um, Sage Steele, and everybody knows who Sage Steele is. She's now doing the Morning Sports Center every morning, Monday through Friday. And she was on Dan Patrick's show, and she was talking about how the protest for Colin Kaepernick, she described it as, quote-unquote, comical. Like, as if, you know a bunch of black people coming together, you know standing up for a cause is supposed to be comical. Like I, like I don't I don't get that you know part of it. So what what, I want, what I'm asking you is is as we move forward, what what do you anticipate is the next move? whether it be on the NFL side, whether it be on cap side, um, whether it be us as fans and how we feel what what, what do you anticipate next?
6: What I'm anticipating is, I think it's going to be more movement. I just think you just can't rely on New York. But I think at the end of the day, Cap will get a job eventually, but they're just trying to make an example of her. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
6: all it is. I think they're trying to make an example for people who will sit down, next time a person will sit down a national anthem or whatever, you know, this is what will happen to you. He's like the poster boy right now.
1: No but doubt, eventually no doubt.
6: he probably will get a job. It probably won't be no starter job. It probably be some bullshit contract. But eventually he will. But you know, I'm I'm hearing rumors over here in Jersey that uh Philly is supposed to have one uh a march for Kaepernick. I don't know when, but okay. it's supposed it's supposed to be a big movement going on, like everybody was supposed to like really take a stance from city to city. So I don't know but Hopefully this movement Goes on But I'm hoping The
1: man At
10: the end of the
9: day Gets a job That's period. a fact That's a fact Hey we appreciate it man um, I appreciate How you right, calling bro? in And uh, sharing your experiences Up there
6: No doubt I'll see y'all in the chat
9: yeah. Alright No doubt No doubt That was uh, the homie DJ Knox right there He's repping the X squad He's got a show On um uh, Mixing a lot of songs And music And all that good stuff So make sure y'all Check him out But uh, Maestro, just just a couple things before we go to break here. Um, I mentioned Sage Steele, and again, that was very disappointing, what I heard her say on Dan Patrick's show last week. Um, Here's here's one thing, though, that that I will say that I agree with her on, because, you know, they talked about a few things, not just what went on with the protests, not just about um, Charlottesville, even though she kind of avoided the, you know, how do you feel about what happened in Charlottesville question? She kind of avoided that.
1: Yeah,
9: yeah, yeah. Um, So, well, one of the things she was saying was that what she's looking forward to trying to do with sports center is keep it sports highlights, sports news, football, baseball, basketball, whatever, and keep politics out of sports center. Right. And, and then she also made this statement. She said, look, if I'm tuning into Sports Center, I want to look at highlights. I want to know what's going on in the NFL and the NBA. That part I agree with her with because let's face it, when Charl- Charlottesville, when the news about what happened down there broke, yeah. the first place I went to was CNN, right? And you know the local news yeah, channels. Yeah. So that's a fact. Yeah. When I want to know something about what's going on in sports, it's either FS1, ESPN, Sports Center, sports, whatever, sports whatever. So, right. so. She she's right in that aspect. Man,
10: don't say that shit.
9: But but n- well, not even don't say it. But when somebody asking you about what happened in Charlottesville, and, and see this is what I hate about you know people like her, where you know she goes around, she does these interviews, but she does these interviews with people she know, like she know Dan Patrick. Yeah. She when she first started at ESPN, Dan Patrick was on his way out, so she know him. Like, all these other interviews she'd be doing is people like she know. So, it's not nobody that's, like, anonymous unless it's in a paper or someplace. But it seemed like when people ask her about what's going on with stuff like Charlottesville and Kaepernick's protests, it just seemed like she's avoiding the, the, the conversation. And, and, and I get you a, I get you a sportscaster and you want to stick to sports well, and all, all that,
10: but damn all that. Well, I'll tell you why she's avoiding the conversation, because she ain't said shit that nobody wanted to hear in these issues for the past... seem like the past the, year. The, the Muslim bans. The, the Mike uh, Evans bands. thing. So, um, yeah, the smart thing, the, honestly, I ain't mad at it, because the smart thing would be mm-hmm. to shut your damn mouth, because you don't want to take no more fire from... Uh, which you so what she what she what she should have did is been like, don't ask me that shit. Like off air. Well,
9: okay, I kinda see your That's point. She,
10: because it's because
9: like instead of saying anything I'll yeah, anything regarding oh, you know the you know,
6: they were so wrong. Man, Patrick, let's stick the sports. Now, right. Because
10: the truth is is that she don't really got nothing that nobody want to hear. So it seems like every time she come out and say something, mm-hmm. it's her opinion. I don't agree with it, but whatever. Fuck, yep. it's her opinion. Yep. Um, but she don't obviously the backlash is getting to us, so if it's getting to you, then stop dealing with these topics. We're gonna keep on calling her coon. The chat room is calling her all types of coons, and yep, yep, you know, yeah, Greg she, said, just let her be, yeah, I mean, which is which is fine, just just let her be. It's just what she is, it, it, it's obviously just who she is, and, right? And um, you know what, then you ain't gotta fuck with it, don't watch her, don't support her show. You know what I'm saying? That was, yeah, you ain't got to watch the
9: Morning Sports Center. I mean, I've, I've seen people on social media like, yo, I'm not going to even watch Sports Center in the morning because Sage Steele is now going to be on there. Yeah, so I you mean, know? look. You know, it's, I, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, Kesey what up? What up? Uh, I see you in the
10: chat room. Monica, what up? Yeah,
9: what's good? What's good? Uh The number of the Dollar Show was two four zero five three two two seven one eight. I just
10: wanted, to, I just wanted to, while we on America on on America, I just wanted to play this dude at the Dodgers game singing the national anthem. I don't know if y'all heard this. Go ahead. America, my home sweet
4: Oh, wow. Wow.
10: Wow. Who was that? I can't find no. It looked like he was a cop or something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, wow. um, Look, guys. I suppose we add that to our effects effects column. Yeah, yeah, that
9: definitely deserves honorable mention for an effects. But, uh, people, if you're trying to sing the national anthem, make sure. That you actually have the ability to sing and be ready nah, to sing. Nah, you know
10: what's funny? You could tell he was killing it up until that until that part. Point. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You could tell he was killing it.
9: Right, right. He was like he was trying to take it home. <laughs> <laughs> like he,
10: <laughs> like, yeah. You could tell he killing it.
9: Yeah. It's like he know he killing it, so he's got to hit this last note. Yeah. <laughs> wow Wow America, our home, Crazy crazy Alright folks we are gonna take a break Real quick uh, the number to dial the show Is two four zero five three two two seven one eight. 532 2718 And uh, When we come back from the break We're gonna have our brother Alejandro Burgos of RBR Boxing um, Of rbrboxing.com on to talk About Floyd and the Conor fight you're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast we'll be right back
10: up sports fans
2: You looking for a different type of sports talk show something you haven't heard before you gotta check out the bs3 sports show
6: every other saturday on two live Stews radio 1 p.m central time 2 p.m eastern sports talk at its finest always have great guests playing some good hip-hop you don't want to miss it make sure to tune in to the bs3 sports show Every other Saturday at one PM Central Time, two PM Eastern.
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince, right? You know me as the Sports Governor. The ladies call me the Big Smooth One, but I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis-St. Paul. We're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadaffiliates.com,
4: and now proud to be associated with 2Live Students Radio. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message.
5: been perfect, but a youngin' always tried, cause my mother taught me my heart's worth more than my pride, I push love to the front, and push hate to the side, Running the wind, so I tend to take it in stride, best believe, believe to stay in focus, I seen careers decomposed with the locust, one year you hot, it considered the dopest, a couple wrong moves, that same nigga's hopeless, I won't let it be me Homie, I'm working hard to represent PG They try to say we ain't got no identity I don't need the NBA to make them remember me I got the heart that most ain't got The potential love the bullet, the pistol ain't shot I apologize for the knowledge I been speaking I call it putting on, the stupid call it preaching They reaching I'm giving you my heart, i
0: giving you my heart I'm showing
5: you my fight, and running for my goals. giving you my pain, and showing you my crime. I'm still living my life. I love it because it's mine. I love it because it's mine. I'm, giving it's my it's mine. Mine. I'm my soul. showing you my pain. And running for my goals, giving you my pain and showing you my crime. But still living my life. I love it because it's mine. I love because it I was supposed to die six hours before writing this. With that said, I'ma put my whole life in this. I lost a lot of time chasing my dream. Even lost my own way, yo, for chasing my teams. I done showed a lot of love and they took it for a week. So that shows me that niggas be as fake as they seem. So I spit bars for way more than making cream. I'm finna get it regardless. Cause I'm sick as a Honest, but I use words to show you where my heart is. Couldn't be heartless
9: Cause that's God lives Chief Rocker, I see you up in the building Welcome to the show, homie Welcome back to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast It's Trey Frazier and Maestro Styles Yeah, man Back here in the house uh, Got a special guest right here on the line um,
10: He's one of our brothers
9: right here I've known him for quite some time Maestro's man. known him uh, a little bit longer than that, and I'm glad to have him on finally. House,
10: uh, house parties in Salisbury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, word, word. word.
9: Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, uh, I want to introduce Alejandro A-Train Burgos, founder of RBR Boxing. You can check his site out um, on Instagram at RBR Boxing, and you can check his
10: RBRboxing.com.
9: or RBR Boxing dot com, and you can check out his app as well. Um, Alejandro A-Train, what's
4: good, homie?
1: Hey, we're good, fellas. First
4: of all, thank you for the uh, for the intro,
9: taking it back to the Salisbury days. Yes sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, so A Train. So, uh, let me let me admit, I did not watch the fight. Um, leading up to the fight, I thought it was going to be like a sideshow. I had I didn't want anything to do with the fight because I kind of knew what the inevitable was going to be. Mayweather was going to win. He was going to be fifty and zero. But man, I gotta, I gotta admit, I gotta admit. After looking at social media after the fight, people talked about how the fight was a lot better than what people anticipated. Conor McGregor looked a lot better than people anticipated. Um, what say you? What, what was your thoughts about the fight afterward? Uh,
4: well, first of all, I mean, you know, it was fun. It was fun to watch. Um... I, you know, we covered the whole build up to the fight because, you know, that's what we do. We're a boxing outlet. Um, A lot of people were were critical of the fact that, you know, we spent so much time um, giving it attention. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was a one of a kind, you know, spectacle. Um, It was cool. It was entertaining. It was a fun undercard. I thought the fight um, went pretty much the plan uh we we do staff predictions for most fights and you know i wrote in in my portion that i thought it was going to go around six or seven mcgregor would get tired and then floyd would take him out. so that that basically happened just a a few rounds later i felt floyd uh pretty much carried him um at least for from round three on but it it was entertaining it was fun just because you know you had never seen connor connor mcgregor in a boxing fight you know floyd was was coming back and, you know, it was just the whole, the whole ambiance, the whole environment, the whole spectacle of it all. It was cool. It was fun to watch. And, um, you know, what, what happened uh, was, it, it went pretty much, you know, like most insiders thought it would. And, and I think the, the casual fans were entertained. And, you know, at the end of the day, what I saw, aside from the streams going down and people pissed off that they paid for pay-per-views that maybe they didn't get the quality that they were looking before. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, I mean, everything I read was, was, you know, pretty positive. I mean, it came out pretty much as, as well as it, it could have. It wasn't like a May Pack uh, flop where, you know, there was no action or, or what have. Yeah.
10: So I, I'm just going to just go on to jump into the half, because I watched the fight. Uh, we me uh, we went over to Sharif's house. Shout out to the homie Sharif and Swap Sneakers. Oh, yeah. Without and, me. Yeah, <laughs> definitely without you. That's a fact. Um, so, bruh, I'm just... Uh, I don't like I don't like that referee referee man. I feel like you know I feel like Uncle Tony Weeks should have should have did this one man. I don't like this referee. How would you feel about the ref?
4: Yeah, I mean Tony Weeks has been getting you know some flack lately too. He, he hasn't been having a good couple of months, especially with the uh, the Andre Ward Kovalev too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like no I love Tony Weeks um, Robert Bird did a serviceable job um his wife Adelaide Bird is, is involved in in UFC and so he had some background in, in terms of no, knowledge of, of you know both uh combat sports and so I mean it was interesting because it was like Connor was doing a lot of like it was funny because there's a bunch of memes afterwards that came out it's like Connor was hitting them like how your girl hits you when she. When she sees your phone and she she sees your tag, you know what I mean. Like he was like pounding on his head, like yeah. the ball of his of his open head is weird. And and yeah, Bird would like split it up and like warn him and stuff. But he maybe could have taken a punch. But I mean, um, you know, at the end of the day, it was it was weird to imagine being in his shoes. You know, you're trying to officiate and, and and get that. That rhythm going between a guy that's not a boxer and the guy that is a boxer—that that's difficult in itself too, because the fighters um, play off of a lot of what the referee does, and I think that's downplayed a lot. You know, people don't understand that. Yeah, it's a difficult job to do what the ref does, but um, there were some spots where I thought he could have been—he could have enforced some rules more. But yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, he did his job. He, he saved uh, Conor McGregor from actually getting, his, um, you know, head bashed into the canvas because that was inevitable. It was coming up. All right, so two questions. Um,
10: one, why did he? Why didn't he deduct a point at any point in this fight? And two, was the uh, fight call? Did he call the fight too early?
4: Well, one, I mean, it's at his discretion. I mean, that that's where you know it plays into why aren't you enforcing the rules, or or are you letting them bend the rules a little bit? Um, he could have easily warned him uh, once or twice and then taken a point. Um, again, that's at his discretion. He didn't you know, maybe feel it was necessary. Um, either way, I mean, it didn't make a difference. <laughs> he would have taken one, two, or three points. Um, McGregor wasn't going to win it on the scorecards, and, you know, it wouldn't affected it in that sense. But um, I, th- I thought that he could have taken a point at least just to to draw the line and say, hey, you know, if you do this one more time, you might be disqualified. Yeah, like, um, welcome, the to, welcome to
10: boxing, like, it's ain't you. Yeah, like, right.
4: yeah. And... Right. So, I mean, and and if you're looking out for the fighter's safety, um, you know, you can't be hitting guys in the back of the head, so. And he did that a lot. So, you know, that yeah, you, you could have easily taken a point away, and I don't think um, you know too many too many people would have complained. But um, you know, he let it go, and luckily, no one you know went down injured in terms of illegal blows. Um, did he stop it too early? I don't think so. I mean, I think everyone wanted that gratification uh, of seeing it end with a guy on the canvas, whether you were rooting for Mayweather or McGregor um but that's his job that's his, his job is to protect the fighters um and whether we like it or not as spectators uh that's what happens you know that's when injuries happen when, when guys go longer and longer and they're just getting pummeled and that's what he was, he was getting hit with straight rights all night
1: mm-hmm. he was getting
4: broken down to the body he was not in the fight at all you know people are giving him credit for surviving Floyd carried him yeah. uh, he, he served you know what I mean like if you go back and watch him and, and he didn't throw like a meaningful power punch, um, you know, yeah. past that, that little burst uh, in the first or second round, um, you know, he, you could tell how much of a novice in terms of boxing he was. I mean, he wasn't ever going to, he, he wasn't gonna land that big punch and be like, Oh, okay. I'm back in the fight. So it was just inevitable that that was going to happen. And so, you know, he was getting pummeled the last two rounds. Why let it go? Right. Um, and, you know, for the casuals, that only watch certain fights, and they watch for fights that, you know, where someone's going to get knocked out. They want that gratification, and I get it. That's what combat sports is, And um, but but Robert Bird's job is to protect the fighters. I think he did a good job.
9: Yeah, so, trained. so we've had a guy from MMA step into the boxing ring and Conor McGregor. After this fight, do you see other MMA fighters wanting to do the same thing the way Conor McGregor did it?
4: I think for sure because of the payday. If if they're big enough, um, of a if if they're a big brand themselves and and have a big enough mouth uh, to draw attention to themselves, like McGregor, because you know, sports, especially combat sports, because you know you have to have to hype yourself up, and um, right. you know, as long as there, there's always going to be another guy, so you know, there may be another guy that comes down the road, and you know, we've seen like already like sprinkles of of different guys um saying that they're interested in coming over to boxing obviously dana white doesn't want it (laughs) because he doesn't want to do this whole crossover (laughs) thing but you know i was messing up his money but um you know i could definitely see it uh and it would be interesting and i'm sure i'm sure there was some kid watching that fight saying you know i'm a i'm an mma fighter and you know i'm going to do better than what conor mcgregor did and, and maybe you know do better for my sport uh in a boxing ring. you know what i mean like and so someone might be uh you know, down the road, and say, you know, that that was the fight that motivated me to, to box and and to show that mixed martial arts can do better or, or whatever yeah. whatever may happen. So, um, I could definitely see it happen down the
10: road. So, um, if you can, man, it with with you know, since since the days in Silver Spring and Crown Crown Plaza, um, you've been <laughs> my, uh, my 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 go to as far as expert boxing analysis. Um, how did you feel about Connor's overall performance and Mayweather? I, I'll tell you, um, though I didn't believe Connor had a chance, um, I did think Mayweather looked a little slower. And, um, and a credit to Connor is that I did think he took very interesting angles. Um, and I think that had something to do with MMA fighting, but I think he took real interesting angles in order to, uh, you know, try to have a chance. I mean, obviously, Floyd, uh, his his moving in to take away the uh, reach effect was what worked for him. But um, he definitely tried to take angles that were interesting and that made it seem like he wasn't
4: a novice boxer. Yeah, I I, honestly, I wasn't really impressed um, with Conor McGregor's uh, boxing ability. Um, You know, the showboating, the putting the hands behind your back. I mean, at the end of the day, you didn't do anything, you know, <laughs> to, to, to really warrant someone taking you seriously when you're doing that, he, he wasn't ahead in the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he hit he hit Mayweather with a good uppercut in the first round, and Mayweather just took it. Yeah. You know, that there was no like there was nothing behind that, and you know if that was that was as fresh as he was, that was his his punch. It was a good shot he landed. Um, you know, good for him. But it, it was he his stance and the way that he was throwing his jab and his uh, his cross. I mean, to me, it just looked novice. It was not in the same league, obviously, as Mayweather. Or, um, and you know, to his defense, I mean, he's not a he's not a boxer. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where the whole spectacle thing, is where people were pissed off that you know they're charging hundred bucks really. for this, but you know, it is what it is. I wasn't mad at that. Um, obviously, this, this, Mayweather's a businessman, and uh, this was just a ridiculous uh, spectacle in terms of uh, of how much money they generated. So, yeah. I wasn't really impressed with his uh, his boxing ability. Um, i thought mayweather like i said before carried him for a few rounds and um i thought from the second round uh and more, more the third round and on you could see already he was focusing on the body uh landing straight right he was breaking him down and you could see him getting tired and affected to the body yeah. that um that was always gonna be the game plan to, to wear him down let him you know blow his load and then and then take him out basically whenever he wanted from six on
1: mm-hmm. um and
4: I, and I and 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 you could tell mayweather was not uh, intimidated, or I thought he was a lot more jittery and defensive, you know, against Pacquiao, um, where that was like a real threat uh, in terms of offense coming back at him. You know, uh, with McGregor, he was just walking him down. You yeah. know, and this is a mm-hmm. two year layoff, rusty Mayweather, um, who was never this guy that to walk them down, uh, walk his opponents down. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought that, that that says a lot, too. So um, and what, I thought he knew, his, he knew what he was up against, and, and it wasn't much of a threat. Um, but it was cool. It was
9: fun to watch. And from what I've heard from people who watched the fight, um, they did say that Mayweather looked a little bit rusty in the first two, three rounds. And well, I that, disagree with that. And that people thought McGregor, oh, McGregor's getting his punches in. Mayweather doesn't have it anymore. Dah, 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 dah. And I, and I kind of was like, yeah, but this is Floyd Mayweather we're talking about. we talking about 49-0 and 0, on his way to being 50-0. and 0, So I, I didn't really get the sense that Mayweather was at no chance was going to lose his fight. I always knew that he was going to toy with him the first three, four rounds. And then next thing you know, okay, now I got to get this dude out.
4: Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh,
10: so um, I, I just want to, I do want to read a little bit of the chat room just to, uh, you know, I always like to give listen uh, guests the, uh, idea of what people were thinking. Um, some one guy, uh, I think that was Chief Rocker Jersey Vern, says Floyd should have put his ass down in the ninth. Um, it's been thirty years. What thirty? I don't know what the fuck that like. say. Yeah, I don't, I'm I don't know what skip that. Yeah, I don't know what he um, said right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyone, Big Alpha says anyone who anyone box, okay, anyone who box would beat. McGregor in three rounds McGregor only put on a show didn't try to kill McGregor oh um I guess my I guess what what I what I want to allude to is um what does does McGregor have a chance in boxing if he takes the, the 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 steps that a boxer should take to be a
4: boxer as opposed to what he just did uh for me no I don't I think, yeah. I think yeah. you should go back to his stick to the and, MMA. Um, yeah, just stick with MMA. I mean, you have a, he has a, a, a large amount of tools in the shed, and, and he can't use those in boxing, and so you know you're constricted to one one form of combat. And obviously, he's not um, a specialist necessarily in boxing, and so he should do what he's uh, you know maybe what he's more accustomed to doing, and you know probably better at.
9: So yeah. definitely better. Out. Yeah, yeah, I I would agree with that. Especially if you're one of the top faces of your prospective sport being the MMA, I think you should just stick to what you know. I mean, sometimes they say what stay in your lane, right? So that that's kind of how I feel about it. But um kind of moving on, um I got a question for you, Train, about the state of boxing. And obviously everybody knows it's not what it once was. Um more times than not, it's all about the money that these boxers are making. But I, I have to admit, I like Deontay Wilder. I like Triple G. I like Canelo. I like some of these other guys um, that are stepping up to the plate. Um, where do you see the state of boxing as it stands right now?
4: Yeah, I mean, 2017 has been a, a really good year for boxing. Um, you know, whether you're a fan of Mayweather McGregor, it just put the sport on a, on a pedestal. um mainstream uh, media and, and, and that type of thing. And so looking at it from that perspective, um, you love to see just boxing at the forefront. And so, you know, when you look at all the matchups that we've gotten, all the young champions, all the young fighters that are coming up, you know, the Errol Spences, the Javante the Davises, the Jared Hurts, um, you know, you've had a lot of Mikey Garcia, you know, it goes on and on. You've got a lot of new blood coming in and and um, and the heavyweight, the glamour division, um, is popping again. So you got the guys like uh, Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua, who was in a mm-hmm. war with uh, Vladimir Klitschko earlier this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, it's incredible um, what we're getting in, in terms of quality fights. And so, yeah, well, I mean, you could always look back and say, uh, you know, boxing isn't what it used to be. Um, you could say, you know, that in a positive way and a negative way because we've had some some off years and some bad matchups, but I think um, you mentioned you know Canelo and, and Triple G. With that fight, it's like you got two guys where it's like legacy, history, the middleweight division, you know, one of these original um, divisions in, in boxing. And so, this is uh, if you're really a fan of of the sweet science and um, you know boxing, this is what this, these are the types of matchups you want to see. Um, and so, I'm really excited for this one coming up in a few weeks. And so. You know, if you weren't a fan of Mayweather McGregor, uh, for whatever reason, you know, you, you definitely got to be a fan of Canelo and Triple G.
9: Yes, that is a fight that I'm actually going to be going to somebody's house to watch. <laughs> definitely going to do that. But um, train. You you had mentioned Klitschko when your um, diatribe there. Were, were you shocked that he called the quits
4: at the time he did? Um, in the fight, you mean with Joshua, or that he's retired? That he's retired. Um, no, not at all. I thought, um, I think he, you know, he held on uh, to, you know, a, a portion of the, the, the majority of the crown um, heavyweight for years. Year. And, um, you know what I mean? Like, he he put in work and, uh, you know, your your body breaks down and, and he's a smart guy. Yeah. Uh, he speaks, you know, a number of different languages. I mean, he's one of these guys that's going to be set up um, to do great things after boxing. And so, you know, why not? Why not bow out while while you can while you still have your health and you know all that good stuff? So not at all. I mean that I'm sure it took a lot for him to get up, um, you know, training wise and everything for that fight with Joshua. You're fighting, you know, one of if not the best, um, you know, new new uh, heavyweights of this new era. So you know for him to go back and forth and you know kudos to Joshua because he he made Vladimir Klitschko more exciting than. I can never remember. Yeah, because so that, I that respect awesome his technical fight. game, but but he's boring as hell. <laughs> you know, you could say that. Definitely, and a lot of the guys that he beat was like, you know, people would be like, oh, you know, who the hell is this guy that Chris is fighting? And so, you know, with, with Joshua, for me, it was like a, a cool way to go out. I mean, yeah, you lost, but at the same time, it's like you 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 know his his mind he passed passed the torch on. To the, to the new kingpin of, of the division, and I, I know Deontay Wilder will have something to say about that, but Absolutely. you know, at the same time, one of these better guys, but uh, man, yeah, I, going out like that is cool.
10: How do you feel about Bud Crawford punching a hole in that African
4: nigga's <laughs> stomach two weekends ago, man? <laughs> Bud Crawford, to me, the first time I saw him, man, I was just like floored at how um, you know how technical, how skilled he was, and just every time you see him, he gets better and better and better. And if it weren't for, you know, Andre Ward and everything he's done, I think you know I would probably put Crawford as the number one pound for pound fighter, mm-hmm. um, in the world. He's just incredible, and um, you know, for people that say the belts don't matter, yada yada yada, um, you could say that all you want, but this guy came in and just wiped out the division, took yeah. every belt, mm-hmm. and you know made made history. Um, I love Crawford. I, I, I really think um, he's going to be, be, be a problem at 147, and so, you know, regardless of what he does uh, in the future, he's going to be one to watch. He's going to be around for a while.
9: You're listening to Alejandro Burgos, founder of RBRBoxing.com. So, uh, A-Train, um, Triple G and Canelo, any early predictions? Any expectations?
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm flying out to Vegas on Thursday uh before the fights. So I can't wait to get out there. Um, Soak up fight week and everything. I'm, I'm just really excited for it. Uh, I really think I was on actually another podcast uh, last week. Uh, and what I said, I think still holds true. I think that uh, it'll be, you know, maybe tit for tat early on. Canelo will have his moments. But I, I really think if uh, Golovkin is on his game and sharper than he's been probably in the last couple of fights, and and comes out working behind his jab, um, cutting off the ring, and, and walks down Canelo uh, more effect- effectively than he's done with his other opponents lately. I think that um, that he'll win and he'll get a late stoppage. Mm. That's dope.
10: Mm. That's dope. All right. So before we let you go, man, uh, if you could uh, give us an overall, like, what's your opinion on the overall? State of boxing. I mean, you you spoke about Earl Spence. Um, I, I, Andre Ward. I, I like Earl Spence personally. Uh, Keith Thurman, obviously. Um, you, Mikey Garcia, Danny Garcia, like uh, Javante mm-hmm. Davis. You mentioned like it's it's so for me um, when. For me personally when I realized that boxing was kind of not being the more popular thing it gave me an opportunity to look into more of the local fighters and then um, and even uh, you put me on was telling me you know start checking out some of these local fighters and and, and that definitely got me uh, more excited about boxing seeing that some of our, our local fighters uh, get some shine. but how do you feel uh, about the overall state of boxing
4: overall? I mean, I'll start locally because we've got a tremendous scene and just athletes in sports in general, like, you know, if you look at, you know, basketball, football, I mean, the, the DMV, um, we're just, we have so much talent in, in general, just athletic talent. Yeah. You know, you could, yeah, from everywhere from like KD, you know what I mean? Like, so like you mentioned, uh, you know, some of these other local fighters I was talking about and like Jared Hurd is yeah. like championship level guys. Um, that are really uh, fun to watch, you know, de- doesn't matter what sport you. So locally, I mean, we have a huge boxing scene that's coming up, a lot of great fighters, um, doing big things. And with the the MGM now in Oxon Hill, um, it's going to give a platform to these guys that are, that are starting to come up on the championship level that are being featured, uh, a lot on like PVC golden boy. Um, you have four guys in the area, uh, hmm from the no-excuse boxing gym that are signed to Golden Boy Promotions. Um, so, I mean, like, there's there's tons of talent in this area. Top-ranked has Mike Reed. Uh, PVC has Jared Hurd and, and a lot of these other guys. And so the state of boxing, to me, looks like there's a bright future. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's kind of like you could, you could almost look at it uh, like hip-hop. You know, you'll hear a lot of people complain, oh, there's not good music, uh, there's not good music on the radio, you know. There's no more good this, there's no more good that. You just got to do a little bit of homework. You got to do a little little bit of digging, mm-hmm. and you'll probably find something that you like. Wow. Um, there's boxing on so many platforms now, whether it's like streaming, ESPN, Fox, you know, Sp- and, uh, Fox Sports 1, like HBO, all these uh, the, the older ones too, um, networks that, that have always had boxing. But boxing is everywhere now. And then, you know, streaming, Um, a lot of people are getting into that game, and so there's fights streamed on Facebook and all this other type of stuff. Like, for me, that means a lot to boxing because some of these smaller guys that maybe you would never get a chance to see, um, you can see them coming up, you know, and then you you can get used to them, and they'll really build a fan base, you know what I mean? And so um, I think the state of, obviously, you can always uh, pick at things, you know, guys maybe not fighting each other, that type of stuff, but, you know, that's going to always be... The politics of the fight game, and, yeah. and um, I think there there are some good situations um, in place where like Golden Boy's on ESPN, Top Rank is on ESPN. Like we saw, Bud Crawford unify you know his division on ESPN. Mm, right, you can't be mad right. at that. You saw one of the, the best boxers, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, exactly. And so we saw we saw Errol Spence come up on like Spike TV, on FS1, on you know on all these like regular um, regular ass channels, and so. To me, that, like, if you weren't focused in on Errol Spence by the time he fought Kell Brook on Showtime, like, you haven't been paying attention. Mm-hmm. And so, same thing with, like, Deontay Wilder. Someone's like, oh, the heavyweights up I heard someone say this when, um, it was about a year ago, oh, there, there's no more good heavyweights. Heavyweights suck. Uh, when there was a fight that came to the D.C. Armory with Luis Ortiz and Tony Thompson.
1: Yeah.
4: And to me, like, a comment like that just doesn't make sense because you. You're not paying attention. There's tons of heavyweights out there um and there's a lot of good action going on there's a lot of good fights being made and 2017 is just a banner year for for the sport and so i think you know there's a lot more to come um and who knows you know if canelo beats triple g he's a younger guy he's the 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 more quote-unquote marketable guy you know he's golden bulls cash cow so just imagine if he wins there's
10: so much more you know right. um in the future for him so uh I I, I, I I try not to leave my chat room out chat room uh big L says uh he wants me to ask you about garcia his pound for pound best fighter um i i i, I, I obviously disagree with that but um what's your uh, how you feel about garcia real real quick. about uh danny garcia mikey
4: mikey um, I like Mikey Garcia a lot. I think um, he put on a great performance against Adrian Broner. Um, I would have liked Broner to let his hands go more. I mean, he's got tremendous talent, but it was frustrating watching him. You know, he had success um, towards the end of that fight, but man, he's, it's like he doesn't have confidence in himself. He didn't let his hands go. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Mikey Garcia is a technician. Um, he, he's awesome. He, he's got pop. Just not the uh, best. I think, no, I don't think he's, for pound the best at all um i have you could put him in the top 10 but i think guys like andre ward and when you look at pound for pound obviously you can argue who's best blah, blah, blah. but uh like body of work i mean and what he did he he bullied the bully you know andre ward yeah. came up and and, and took Kovalev shit and then came back and beat him again right, right um for me on top of all the other guys he beat like in the super six tournament and all this he's been doing it for years he can't um and it's funny because so many people just, like, disregard Andre Ward because he might not have the most crowd-pleasing or appealing style. Yeah. But he's just a master of the craft, um, distance, you know, jabbing. Uh, he, he's incredible. I mean, he's he's, um, he's he's real dope. And like I said before, too, with Terrence Crawford, um, I think Triple G is up there. I like, um, you know, Guillermo Rigondow, uh, Lomachenko, a lot of these guys. I would put all of those guys actually ahead of Mike right. Garcia. But Mike, Mike Garcia is on that cusp, though. He's, he's in the top 10, and um, he's one of the, the, the better fighters out there. But I don't think he should go past 140. I think that's his. Uh, is limited he should probably stick around 135 especially buds at
10: 140 i don't don't think he
4: uh got nothing got you hey look alex man
10: we appreciate you man uh everybody got a whole everybody want to you know give you their comments but we do gotta wrap up with you man uh before we let you go man uh go ahead plug your outlets man so the people know how to get in touch with you
6: well, first of all, I appreciate you guys
4: having me on, man. Hopefully it's not the last time. I'd love to chop it up about boxing, whatever. No doubt. Um, but, yeah, you can uh, you can follow us on uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram, at RBR Boxing. Um, Facebook with Round by Round Boxing. You can search us on there. And then the website is rbrboxing.com. Um, yeah, we'll have, uh, tons of coverage obviously leading up to the next big fight, which is, uh, you know, Canelo, Triple G, but also the other cards, there's a, a really good card with a bunch of flyweights, um, smaller guys coming up on HBO the week before. Um, so that's one of those cards where, you know, people should check it out. It's on HBO. It's going to be tons of, uh, uh of masterful, young, smaller guys and good action fights. And so, um, yeah, check us out, uh, you know, drop a line. You can always, uh, leave a comment on any one of those. We actually have an app, too, on um, Google Play, RBR Boxing. Just search that, download it. You'll get push notifications with, um, you know, all the breaking news and all that stuff. On iOS, um, we have an app as well. Uh, But check it out. Uh, You know, go on our website and get some more information. And uh, like I said, hopefully it's not the last time.
10: That's a fact. No doubt. No doubt. Hey man, man.
4: we appreciate you, man. Um, this
10: is that's Alex Burgos, RBR Boxing. We're gonna we're gonna play a little old school Latinatrista for you, man. Uh, on, on the break, man. So uh, definitely, man. We appreciate you calling in. All right, I appreciate it, guys. Hey, hey, be safe, man.
9: All right, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, that was Alejandro Burgos. Check out his website, rbrboxing.com. You can check him out on Instagram at rbrboxing. So uh, the number heres three two two seven one eight. is uh, I see you up in there, the BS Podcast. I see you up in there, Vince Wright, repping the X Squad. I saw BS3 Sports, and I saw DJ P-Funk up in there also. What man. up, what up? Um, we're going to take a break, and uh, we're going to come right back, and we got some more sports to talk about, folks. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be right back.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. Good. If you like sports, sports, then you like the wait-a-minute show. If you like comedy, comedy, then you like the wait-a-minute show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle,
0: then you like the wait-a-minute show.
5: So join me Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time
0: with your host,
5: Jelani, J.B. Bodie, and of course, my man Lopan. On the Two
0: Live Studios Radio Network.
5: Network. Ain't that right, Low Band?
4: This is KC from the Kicking It with KC, KC, KC show. show. On the newly rebranded Two Live Studios Radio Network, we will continue to bring you the hottest, most interesting,
0: yes. yes and commentary, and commentary in the areas, areas of social, areas. Politics, politics, culture, culture, culture music, 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 and more. And more. Continue, continue to tune continue. in. X-Go,
1: give it to you.
10: torch lit so many niggas keeping it real Charging to the truth that's what recession
1: is truth is non-existent everybody industry real comedy central
10: that means funny niggas real flu gazy. pc hip-hop kissing baby that means the standard is Lil the way swag every nigga with dreads don't rap like that and everybody can't get their girl the lv bag No one on the corner got swagger like that So often imitated, rappers think I lack Like I don't got the sound, like I don't bring it back The truth is, if maestro styles don't get on Hip-hop did die, cause the thrill was gone Gone Check This for my hip-hop niggas Check I had to bring my nigga A-Train out Light in the tree stop.
2: We did it like, welcome to the revolution days, you know? The 301 is where I'm from, son, the thrill ain't gone. I'm the definition of dope and I bring it on each song I'm on. So I'ma do this for the doubters and the naysayers. Newest generation, we derived from okay players. Y'all Jason Campbell's, in other words, okay players. Nothing worth mentioning twice, but see, I'm nice. So I need to be discussed when you're mentioning the DMV. Master of ceremonies, this is what it means to be an instrumental part of the game. A diverse sound, I'm down for music, making a change. A lot of rappers say, Remember the name But how you plan to stand apart from dudes When all you say is more of the same But see the Latin at la least stop. be clearing up through vista. style We screaming out Yavasta Like Zapatistas Because we're fed up with the music you blast That shit is whack If you thought the thrill was gone Well you're wrong We brought it back like that And it don't quit A-Train Maestro We the ultimate It's like this And it don't stop Maestro and A-Train with the sure shot Yeah
9: Yo, that was some classic, classic Maestro Styles right there. Maestro Styles and A train right there from back in the day, folks. Welcome back, it's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Trey Frazier Maestro Styles. Hey, we here in the house. The number of the dollar show is two four zero five three two two seven one eight. I see Gregor up in the chat room, said he about to come out of retirement from you know, taking a break from rap. I might uh I might spit a hot 16 like for like the first time in like 17 18 years, man. Yeah, I mean,
1: crazy.
9: You know, word up, word up. But um, you know, we got some sports to talk about. Um, so Matthew Stafford. Let's uh let's talk about him. Uh new contract. Yeah. With Detroit. 135 million dollars, averaging 27 million a year. And, you know, obviously, it's the it's the highest Paid. he's the highest paid player. Yeah. As it stands right now. Uh-huh. It was so um that might even last long. <laughs> uh, well, um Rogers is coming up. Matt Ryan's coming up. Yeah. Um a couple of the oh, Kirk Cousins is coming up also. That's what I was gonna say, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is coming up, definitely. So um so man, I I tell you what. I I watched some of the coverage and you know, there were some people taking some shots. Stafford you know and I and I, I kind of say rightfully so because he hasn't had a good team around him um he's been in the playoffs uh, three times yeah. he's and he three into the playoffs
10: what's that he pretty much threw him into the playoffs
9: yeah 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 I mean yeah. no question about no question about it I mean albeit it was nine and seven and they needed some help to get in but I mean a but playoff appearance is a playoff
10: appearance and he literally but uh, he literally threw them into the playoffs like you know what I'm saying like It wasn't nothing else on that team. The fourth quarter comebacks. Yeah, it was nothing else on that team that made you feel like this team should be in the playoffs. Outside of the fact that Matthew Stafford was playing at an MVP level, so uh, and and it seems it's like that a lot of times with him, where he got to be the dude. He's got to throw garbage yards. Last time he had a a, a running back, probably never. Right, he's probably never had a running back running game. O line, I. Like, okay. Sure, sure. I mean, Calvin Johnson was there, obviously, but...
9: But overall, we're, we're talking... He's been in the league, what, eight years? Eight,
10: uh, eight years, eight years. Yeah,
9: three... three years. Yeah, three playoff appearances, 0-3 in the playoffs. Um, I think he threw for five... Did he throw for 5,000 yards mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. year? Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, most of that is that, garbage it that time. Year, it
10: was that year when uh, him, Drew Brees, and... Right, uh, right. Somebody else threw for 5,000 that
9: year. Yeah, um... I'll, I'll, I'll say it the same way I said it about Joe Flacco's contract. You have to pay you have to pay the guy. Um, albeit the difference is Joe Flacco's resume is much bigger than Stafford's. But in this climate, you have to say you got to pay the guy because who else are you going to get out there yeah. that's going to come in immediately yeah. and do something for you, especially with the Detroit Lions? I mean, you take Stafford off, off that team right now, they might be a three and thirteen team.
10: See, now I know, I know, I know that you didn't necessarily expect this to get into an argument, <laughs> but uh, no, I actually was going to stir the argument up. Okay, I was going to go into my rant. Well, let me, well, let me disagree with you before you go into your rant um, about Stafford or about is staff. You said that Stafford's resume. Well, I guess he got a Super Bowl. Never mind. I won't argue that. Were you really about to argue that? I was, man. Because let's be clear, Stafford is a five billion times better of a quarterback than Joe Flacco. Um, but the difference is it, the the major difference and the only difference that counts is that he got a ring. Now you would argue five billion times though. Five billion times better than Joe Flacco. Five even billion he, times. Even when Joe Flacco was, you know, was was good, five billion times better. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, I. I mean, you uh, get. I mean, when I when I
9: watch Stafford play quarterback, I mean, I mean, if you want to talk mechanics, if, if you want to talk that, I think the mechanics are. I, mean, I give Flacco the edge because Stafford likes to throw in a little side. You know, that sidearm thing more, he
10: might be more efficient sidearm than Flacco that, I, because, I mean, that might be his strength yeah. But
9: still, mechanic-wise, that's I mean, that ain't throws, the way you want your quarterback throw, playing
10: But he don't throw it strictly sideways No, know, he, he doesn't, he, he, he got, doesn't Which means he got more than one throw in his arsenal He has more than one throw More than one throw in his arsenal
9: And Flacco doesn't? Um, I think Flacco makes a lot of
10: I would, clutch throws. I would if you ask me, I would to say that Matthew Stafford makes way better throws. If you ask, if you asked Joe Flacco to make all the throws in the NFL and Matthew Stafford to make all the throws in the NFL, Matthew Stafford would make the better throws.
9: Well, they probably might look better, but Joe Flacco can make all the throws. I mean, there's throws that I watch him make that I'm like, yo, not even guys like RG three. Kaepernick and you know some of these, you know quarterbacks that like to do the read option can make. So I mean, to I mean, I, I don't I don't think he should be belittled per se. And and again, I I said I was going to go into the rant. I might as well go into it. They didn't criticize Stafford enough. I, I didn't think forgetting
10: the contract.
9: Forgetting the contract. I I, I don't think the criticism was that's goes a, far, enough, though. huh? That's Flacco's fault though. But wait a minute. So you're telling you're telling me that a a guy that took his team to the playoffs five straight years has a nine and four playoff record and a Super Bowl ring to cap to cap off his first contract. Only- a guy gets paid a contract and the guy gets ridiculed versus He's a close. versus versus a guy that's been in the league eight years, been to the postseason three times, is zero three. In the playoffs, okay. Tell me the logic in that.
10: The the logic is is first of all, let's not act like <laughs> let's not act like Joe Joe Flacco wasn't playing for a marquee defense all of those years when he was in his. Well, prime. it wasn't all those years. It was the first two and a half years. years he was in his prime. They was he was playing with an all-pro. Those were his prime years. His what first five years. His, what would you? Could, his first five
9: years. His first I'm, I'm just talking. I'm just. I'm just talking before his first. I'm talking before his first big payday.
10: I'm. Just, I'm
9: just talking about the five years. How
10: many years did it take him to win a Super Bowl? Five years, right? It took him five years. Okay, so I'm saying. So when would you consider his prime? Because I would. I would argue he had that year in 2014. I think it was.
9: That was his best year okay. under Gary, under Gary Kubiak.
10: And then every other year was sauce.
9: And then every other like throughout Season. his nine-year career, or every, no, I'm talking
10: about after the Super Bowl. After the Super Bowl, every other year outside of 2015, he got 15. He
9: got hurt, but it was still a bad year. Um, 13 was a bad year, and last year I would say coming off the injury was definitely not a good so year. He's
10: been so. So, so you're t- saying that his prime wasn't the first five years when he's played his best ball?
9: No, I'm I'm saying if if we're talking about his first five years going into the year after the Super Bowl you would say that he was entering his prime now fast forward to now the I'm, three out of the last four years has I mean, not been good we're talking
10: retroactively though right Yeah
9: we're talking retroactively Okay so
10: his best years was his first five years
9: his best In 2014 up to this point yes the first five you years and the first five years in 2014 14. so but you're not you're, but nobody is going to sit up here and tell me that Stafford's career right now is better than Joe Flacco's career overall. Up no, no, point. no. Again, again,
10: I took that back. What mm-hmm. but, but, but I am saying is that Matthew Stafford is a better quarterback by Miles I don't know Kyle. if it's by miles. It's, though. I, I believe it's by miles. I
9: don't know if. Well, he he needs to win more than nine games. If if you're telling me that he he's, he's a thousand times better, if then he roles, needs to win the NFC North. If
10: you switch roles but he played against Aaron Rodgers, who okay, is, okay. still but still, he, I don't I don't care. If you, if, if, Joe Flacco in the same division as Roethlisberger, so. But Roethlisberger ain't Aaron Rodgers. Come on with that. Come on, Trey. I'm not
9: comparing. I'm yeah. not comparing
6: you, you the one comparing is, to one comparing Rodgers to Roethlisberger.
10: Is, my, you just said it, Flacco. Is playing with Rogers No, but your point was is that,
9: well, he's in a he's in the division with another elite quarterback. And I'm saying, okay, Flacco isn't in a division with another elite quarterback. I don't care
10: about the comparison Flacco, between
9: Rogers and Ben. I don't care Flacco, about that.
10: put Joe Flacco on Detroit and he's a sorry ass quarterback. Put Matthew Stafford and the Baltimore Ravens. You're talking about a Super Bowl contender. If you're talking about from the second Matthew Stafford came in the league in two thousand seven ish, right? Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Oh, Stafford was seven. Yep. Uh, I mean, uh, Flacco was seven. If, eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if Matthew Stafford had been drafted by the Baltimore Ravens,
1: mm-hmm.
10: with the talent at his arm he had, his talent at quarterback, mm-hmm. you talking about a Super Bowl caliber team with the Ravens? But they were, but, yeah, but they were that. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were because of the defense, though. But I am talking about a real contender. I right. am talking about contending, and not saying winning, but contending real live with the Patriots because Matthew Stafford can throw with Tom Brady, not better. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't might probably wouldn't win. Joe Flacco can throw with Tom Brady. Okay, he's proven that. Okay, yeah. See that that that's
9: what I am saying. It's okay. it's like I, that, it's like the guy. It's sir. like the it's like the guy's resume. It's like the they, people throw the people throw his resume in the garbage because of Ray Lewis, and it's like, yo, like, I think that's, I think that's a little, I think that's a little bit unfair, that just because they, you know, didn't re-sign some no-name guys, we're we're just gonna, we're gonna criticize the guys, you know, getting him getting a pay raise, or is it because it was just the high, or because he was the highest-paid player at that one point? I, I think that's it. I think, I think the reason... Flacco got so much criticism was because, because at was that a- time it was the highest paid contract at that time, and, and people and people couldn't fathom. And he wasn't
10: the best quarterback.
9: Sure. So I mean, he
10: wasn't the. Top, I mean, he was barely. He, I would say he was top ten then, but he was ten.
9: So fast forward to now, Stafford gets a pay raise. Is it, I mean, is he the best at his position?
10: I would say that he's higher than ten right now at quarterback. He's higher than ten. I would say he's higher than 10. He's
9: got to be probably 8.
10: Okay. Um quick quickly
9: <laughs> cuz Brady Rodgers, Roethlisberger, Breeze Ryan um after that, I mean, would you <laughs> would you say um what's the guy's name? Oh, Russell Wilson. Okay, that's 6. Uh,
1: uh, you, you, you think he's better uh, than Russell
10: Wilson? Ah. Uh, you think uh, he's better than Russell Wilson at quarterback? Son, come on! I, I, I mean, I'm, come on! Okay, after Russell Wilson, that's 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 six. You just named right. That that that's so you would six say right he's there. About seven.
9: I would. Um, what's what's the guy? Um, Rivers. You don't think Rivers is? No, he's not better than Matthew. Stafford. What? He's
10: not better than
9: Matthew Stafford. Not a, no. 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 no nah, I, I disagree with that. I he's think not Rivers. Better than Matthew Stafford. Right? Okay, if that, you could probably swap them seven to eight. I, I, so if you so if you put Rivers at seven, at then very, no, he's uh, probably no, eight. I
10: put him at six. You I put Stafford. That, you, you think he's better than Russell Wilson? I think Wilson. he's better than Russell Wilson. Uh, but but, but that, I do agree that that's debatable. But if you asking me, would I take Russell Wilson or Matthew Stafford? Mm-hmm. I would take Matthew Stafford. Okay, there is
9: I got to see results though.
10: Yeah, but I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I gotta I, I, I gotta you, see results. About, but are you talking about Matthew Stafford playing for the Seattle Seahawks or the Baltimore Ravens? Because if you're talking about that, I believe I believe firmly mm-hmm. that you would see results. Okay. Because he's just a better thrower than both of those guys.
9: Sure, sure. But prove it prove it to me that you can he's even been throwing, with the even with the talent that you got, with Golden Tate, with Marvin Jones. If, on, you, whoa, that, if whoa, you that whoa, guy, whoa, whoa, if, if whoa, you that whoa, guy if if you that guy prove slow, to slow, me slow,
10: that you can put this team you're on your back with, and win the division with Marvin Jones and Golden Tate, you're saying that like these two dudes are these two dudes are number two receivers.
9: I never said they was number one. Okay, okay. all so, I'm saying is is if you if you the quarterback if you if you if you're saying that he's number six of the top ten quarterbacks. If you're saying he's number six. Then he's got to do more than what he did last year. I don't care about the fourth quarter comebacks. Um, I don't care about his talent. He has talent. Don't get me wrong, but nine and seven ain't cutting it, man. Nine and seven
10: ain't. Cutting I don't it. care if you in the same division as Aaron Rodgers. Offense, his defense is terrible. Uh, well, that's that's but on that, the that's yeah. on the front office. Well, I'm Fr- just saying. Front office got to do. Blaming it. that on Matthew Stafford. I'm just. I, you don't think that. You don't think that. Uh, the defense is—I mean—the defense is below average. No, yet. no, look, the defense is not Stafford's fault. But if you're—if
9: you're, if you're going to, that if plays
10: it, a point. That plays a part in wins and losses. You're saying sure, but the, the truth of the matter is, is that the only reason they're making the playoffs at all mm-hmm. is Matthew Stafford. No, I I, I I get that part. So in 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 the case
9: of Flacco, you're trying to tell me that they've been mediocre the last three out of the last four years because of Joe Flacco? Is 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 that Joe fair? Flacco,
10: Joe Flacco has never been the most important player on the Baltimore Ravens team. Never, even post Super Bowl, except for the playoffs. I'm sorry, except for the Super Bowl. That Super Bowl player, the, the play, that playoff run. Mm, but I'm not no, talking about. I take that back. No, he was not. Joe Flacco has never been the most vital part of the Baltimore Ravens team. Because even when you're talking about I, the playoffs, I disagree with he that. just didn't make the mistakes.
9: I disagree with that.
10: When has, when has, when has... When has when, when you has, talk about the Baltimore Ravens, mm-hmm. when have you ever said the strength is the defense? Right. So when and when have you ever? But, said, and then the second and then even before that, mm-hmm. at, at certain at more so than that, mm-hmm. it was defense. Then it was running game. Then it was Joe Flacco. Sure, more, more, sure. more times than that. Sure, there has never been a time now 2014 when he was when mm-hmm. his career had stats. Mm-hmm.
2: He performed.
10: He overachieved. And then the playoff run in 2012, he didn't make no mistakes, but that was still even predicated on the defense.
9: Okay, the defense was not that good in uh, 2012, but...
10: They carried the defense in the playoffs. I mean, the team in the playoffs. That's a fact. Who? The Baltimore Ravens defense carried the team to a Super Bowl in 2012. That is a fact. That defense
9: gave up 35 points against the Broncos that defense gave up 30 something points in the Super Bowl that defense I'm sorry the, the the defense's best game was obviously the Patriots game that was their that was that was, that was their best game but the other games they they weren't that good <laughs> I mean, you, you, I'm, can't, I'm, you, I'm you can't, can't you can't you can't throw give me, you can't give throw. You're giving
10: it to me by you're giving it to me by stats, but I know, but I know for a fact. If mm-hmm. we went back and watched those games, mm-hmm. the defense came through in times when they needed them to come through way more than with Joe Flacco. Let's be clear: Joe Flacco beat the Broncos on a prayer. Sure. Okay. So let's not pretend like okay. Joe Flacco did something amazing. Okay, but let's not act like these other Super Bowl
9: champions didn't go through some luck. See that's the thing. See, because uh, when when well, other team t- when other teams oh, no, 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 win no, no. the bowl, it's oh they did it. But when the Ravens do it, I know they got it. lucky.
10: No, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm sure. not saying
9: you. I'm I, saying okay. I'm just saying society in I general.
10: with me. I didn't say the Ravens were lucky. I said Joe Flacco was lucky on that hail mary throw against the Broncos. Okay, otherwise whatever. they wouldn't have won that game. Okay, that's facts. I'm not. I'm. But I, I'm, my, my, po- point my point thing is, is. My point is. My point is. The reason why the the reason why I think that the the contract is a little more legitimate for Matthew Stafford than Joe Flacco because if Joe if Matthew Stafford leaves the Lions, mm-hmm. they are the probably the worst team in the NFL. If Joe Flacco leaves the Ravens, Ryan Mallett and that defense could carry them to being seven and nine. Uh, see
9: no. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you're talking about the last four years. I'm um,
10: no. I'm I'm talking about period. So okay. Are you gonna talk about when Ray Rice was there? No, I'm talking. <laughs>
9: a, I'm talking about. I'm talking about after the Super Bowl. I'm just strictly I mean, talking about many, after, the okay, uh, after the Super Bowl.
10: After the how Super Bowl. After the Super Bowl. How many games has Justin Justin Tucker won them? Yeah, I
9: agree with that. I'm not saying that. No, what I'm my the thing I'm trying to get to is is that the the reasons for their mediocrity. You can't put that all on Joe Flacco.
10: No, I'm not saying that it's all on Joe. Flacco. You, you can't. <laughs> so, my my initial point was mm-hmm. is that the reason why I could people can justify Matthew Stafford's contract over. Mm-hmm. Joe Flacco's contract at his, when he got his contract is, is that Matthew Stafford is solely the most important player on that team. Without him, they are the worst team in the league or predicted to be on paper the worst pa- team in, or one of the worst teams in the league. Okay. If Joe Flacco leaves and you get a service of quarterback with that defense, they're still 7-9, and 8-8 eight and eight Man, I don't
9: know. I don't. I don't know about that. And I mean, spe- and especially that, that, that this def- Joe
10: Flacco. That
9: defense cost them three games last year.
10: That's a f- I'm not disagreeing with that, <laughs> but we're not going to see him. And, and, like, and, and let's face gonna it. Act, but we're not going to see him act like Joe Flacco would have won them those three games either. But wait a minute, Joe Flacco gave them the lead in
9: those three games in the fourth quarter, and the defense blew it when he had to make plays. In the fourth quarter, he made plays. If you replace, defense, go back out there, you replace, get us a stop. Let's win this game. If you replace, they didn't do that. If
10: you replace Joe Flacco with say Josh McCown, I was gonna say, don't give me Ryan. <laughs> no, nah, If you replace, if you replace Joe Flacco with Josh McCown on mm-hmm. that Baltimore Ravens team, the way it's coached up in that defense, mm-hmm. the Ravens are still a decent team. If you replace, I don't Matthew, know about that. If you replace Matthew Stafford with Josh McCown in Detroit. They're the worst team. The last they're the, one of the worst teams. in The, the world. last
9: six games in 2015, the injury riddled year, the last six games where Flacco didn't play, they went two and four. All right, I'm not, they, okay. They and went many, two and four. A, got, so if you so if I mean if imagine, if you if you stretch that out throughout
10: how many, sixteen
9: games you're talking six and ten?
10: Okay, but. If you take Matt, if Matthew Stafford is injured, I, we just don't know his record when he's off the field. When Matthew Stafford that's, off that's the a field. question. That's a okay, good question. Right, but, sure. But what I'm saying is again. But I Matthew, but
9: I've seen what the Ravens look like without Joe, and it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. I got you. that's all I'm saying. I that's all I'm saying. my point is is you can't you you give Stafford this contract if they continue. To be mediocre, I don't want to hear you know. Well, they paid the right guy. Da, 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 da. I don't want to hear that. So if, can, call yeah. it what if if they continue to be mediocre. The, the lions that okay. is. If they continue when to you, be mediocre you, mediocre, mediocre,
10: you say nine and seven, or are you saying because if you, I would say if they're making the playoffs, you can't no say post, mediocre. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm talking about no postseason appearances. They could be eight and eight. They
9: could be eight and eight the next two we'll years. Get ten and
10: six in Playoffs.
9: If the ten and six in well, you, you got to account for the ten and six, and obviously that's predicated on the conference being yeah, sure, stronger strong. than what it I, is. I'm just, I'm just throwing scenarios. Sure, sure, sure. But yeah, no, you 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 credit them for ten and six regardless. Yeah. But say if they go eight and eight the next couple years, what what's the criticism going to be? Is the criticism going to be well, Stafford's getting paid too much, so they can't get enough talent? Because he's well, got this big on, contract. It depends
10: on how to play on the field go. Because at the same time, at the same because time, like because we we said the, the lions. For no, no, no. Oh. Because
9: we said with the lions
10: that defense ain't that good. Yeah, that's a fact. So, what, what's the criticism going to be? The criticism would be if Matthew Stafford goes eight and eight, throws but throws for forty five hundred yards, thirty touchdowns, mm-hmm. and let's say ten interceptions. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know that we're, I don't know that the, I don't know that we're criticizing Matthew Stafford so much. Uh, I don't, I, now if he go, now mm-hmm. if he, now if he throws, now if he throws for, let's say 4,000,
1: mm-hmm.
10: you know, 25 in, let's mm-hmm. say 13 interceptions,
1: mm-hmm.
10: now, now maybe you're looking at him like, right, did we make the wrong decision?
9: Right, right. Or depending on if that defense can get off the field and make plays in the clutch. Yeah,
10: yeah, but I'm but I'm I mean, but if we're just if we're just speculating speculating based on stats and not speculating based on right having watched the games, mm-hmm. I think a stat line that read twenty five touchdowns, thirteen interceptions, yep. um, we would look at Matthew Stafford not performing whereas we looked at say thirty touchdowns, ten interceptions, yep. we would say the other problem the problem is with somebody else besides the quarterback.
9: Right, right. Um, just a few more things um, before we go to the break. Um, Julian Edelman's out for the season, and so is Spencer Ware mm-hmm. for the Chiefs.
10: Uh, yeah, um, see, I really care about Spencer Ware.
9: Um, yeah, well, Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt—that's a name to look out for. Yeah, that
10: they every every everybody in in Chiefs. Yep. They talking about Kareem Hunt. Okay, like, yeah. It's almost, it's, that's almost it's almost it's almost like Spencer Ware. Was just there until they felt Kareem Hunt was one hundred percent ready. All right, right, right. That's yeah.
9: facts. That's facts. Um, the Edelman injury here. I'll be quick about this. I think they're going to be affected not so much in the win loss column because I still think they'll probably go fifteen and one because of the Patriots. Yeah. But I but I, I look back at those previous two Super Bowls that they won, the one against Seattle and the one last year. Um, Edelman made some tough catches, and while he made those tough catches. Um those were throws by Brady where Brady was under the rest and he needed like that security blanket guy. Right. So I think if it comes down to a situation like that in a big game where Brady's flushed out the pocket and he's got nowhere else to go yeah. and you got to count on Amendola and I don't even uh Hogan and some of the other guys I think that's where Edelman will be truly truly missed
10: that. Um what I'm hearing though um, what I'm hearing um, Is that they Feel like they have the Most talented running back core That they've ever had in Belichick's Tenure with mm-hmm. uh, Deion Lewis, uh, Gillis, Gillis Lee
9: um, mm-hmm. uh, the So guy, they're going to try to run the ball Rex A little bit Buried more
10: And um, and yep. James White They feel like they have the best uh, Running back core that they've had in Belichick's Tenure So to
9: run the ball, to take more pressure off, off the, receivers, the receivers, off, off Brady. Brady.
10: Right. That's that's what I'm hearing.
1: Yeah. Um, and
9: if there's a guy that can do that, it's Belichick. Right. You know. Right. That's why I say I still think they probably go 15 and one without him.
10: But they ain't gonna be Pittsburgh like that. Not that that much I tell you. Grego, where you at? <laughs> they're not gonna be Pittsburgh. Come in like here, like Grego. They're not
9: gonna beat boy kind of game. Shit. Get that your game. boy even though i hate both of y'all's teams they're
10: not going to beat pittsburgh with that running game
1: shit
9: lavonte's perfect is uh he's facing a 5 game suspension yeah. i don't think they gave it to him
10: yet no they gave it to him for a hit
1: mhm in, the um, preseason, in right? a preseason right
10: season game which basically means they are tired of him getting into shit. Yep. And they're trying to find a reason to suspend him. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yep. This will mean something if he gets suspended. Right. But, look. Um, if you're the Bengals, do you at some point think about a trade? No, because he, uh, trouble, you know, trouble included. Um, I, I would reckon, I mean, I know a lot of people say Geno Atkins or, uh, is, is their best player on defense. Me personally. Berfic has an edge to yeah,
9: him yeah, that yeah. um, Geno like, Atkins
10: doesn't. I, I just like uh, Burfick, even though I didn't like what he, I don't like the fact that he keeps trying to injure Bill and what he did for Ant- Antonio Brown. Trying to injure Brown. all them Steelers. Yeah, I don't like that. That's right. But
9: them Steelers. I would
10: love to have Burfick on If something happened when it was like, yo... We don't want you no more, mm-hmm. and and we could afford bringing on Burfick and at middle linebacker to sit Vince Vince Williams back on the bench.
1: Mm-hmm.
10: Burfick with uh fucking uh Shea-Z, Bud Dupree, and T J Watt as my linebacker core. Yeah, man, you can you cancel Christmas? You can cancel Christmas.
9: And uh, one last thing before we go to the break, um, this fight that took place between the Tigers and the Yankees last week. They had eight guys uh, suffer suspensions, get thrown out of the game, and it, it was crazy, Maestro. I, I, I peeped some of the highlights. I watched the game, and um, uh, yo, that that dude, Miguel Cabrera for Detroit, man, that dude got some hands, man. Uh-huh. I mean, he, he he shoved homeboy. He shoved him, but, man, <laughs> there was like four different incidents in that game where the bench is cleared. Mm-hmm. You know, one, one guy got hit. By the pitcher, then they try to retaliate, and then it just all went downhill from there, man. So, um, you know, you know, whatever. Two four zero five three two two seven one eight is the number to dial. The show. Uh, we come back. Um, we got a special segment. Uh, we're gonna give you our top five quarterbacks, receivers, backs, and a few other positions. Like to get the chat rooms take on what their top five is also. So we'll be right back, folks. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast.
6: SME, you're not ready for the number one chief, rocket Jersey Vern, doing his recap show on SME. Listen, ain't nobody out here show can go three hours nonstop No commercial interruption, anything like that. The Chief Rocker does a three-hour show with no breaks. To all you other talk shows, you better up your game and get it right because the Jersey Vern is about to stomp on you, the number one Chief Rocker. Boom shakalaka, suckers. Yo, this is your boy, Key C from the
4: Kicking it with KC Show Show.
6: When I want to jam,
0: I'm jamming with Queen Josie and DJ nu as they're kicking those vibes.
9: What's up, everybody? We at the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast are excited to announce that we are now offering a discount for first-time lift riders. When you sign up, use promo code BARBERSHOP17 for an exclusive discount. Tell a friend to tell a friend that's promo code Barbershop one seven for an exclusive discount for first time riders a lift. Lift, a ride whenever you need one.
3: They want us to kick it like Bruce Lee. I'm on in the zone like a two three. Getting this paper no loose leaf. Woo! Woo! Fuck them niggas, I just get my money quicker. You ghetto atta when you drop a stack of bitches. Them niggas talking, leave them, swimming with the fishes. We think we good fellas, my good fellas ain't slipping. I'm Mr. Cole, all my niggas kill for nothing. Yeah, hear that chopper sound? Call it, call it, puffer. I got this free bitch on some free shit, ain't no problem My niggas, my niggas cook that right in front, of in and Hannah. Time just changing, niggas snitching like it's nothing Round my way, niggas don't trap in the same place No face, no case, no bread, no way And I make it cake, if you talk, talking late We real, you fake, get pressed for the way If you want a new shit, I nigga, sorry for the way help. Do Load it Loaded up and busted till ain't nothing left. Move to work if it's a try we we'll make a stretch. Do it by myself. I ain't need nobody help. I ain't need nobody help. Fuck it, I can do it by myself. Loaded up and busted till ain't nothing left. Move to work if it's a try we we'll make a stretch. Do it by myself. I ain't need nobody help. I'ma get about this game one day I made a lot of money in the hallway I jumped off the porch in the 8th grade sold my, sold my first dub when I was 13 learned, learned, learned about them junkies, you couldn't tell me nothing Ask them about the 8-ball, you could tell it bluffing We were shooting 30s before Steph Curry if the feds ask some questions, my mind getting blurred. The casino was the alley if you didn't know. We was booming that shit up just like the Super Bowl. Say fuck them niggas dang down the ride. Right. We fuck they bitches on the other side.
9: This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Welcome back, y'all. Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier yeah, here man. in the house. If you want to call the show, the number's 240 532 Just a couple of shots out to the chat room. I see Thorny Switch up in there. She had something to say about my Ravens. She said, Sorry, Trey, the Ravens' defense carries them to the playoffs. That's mostly true, but there were a couple times where the offense
10: was doing their thing. So 2014. That's only T- 2014. That's it. 2014. <laughs> time. Sure, sure, but oh, all right, that's only one time. And, Come on, and, th- don't and, set me and, off And again. that, and that, just happens to be the year where Justin Forsett was damn near leading the league in Russia.
9: Top. He was top five. Yeah, he somewhere was, Yeah, he was. He was around there. Yeah. He was around four or five. Sure, sure, but don't. Don't don't let make me go there. Uh the Wait a Minute Show. Uh, AKA right, Jelani that. I see you up in here. And uh DJ Queen was up in there too. Uh was good. I see you up in there. Alright, folks, if you guys want to play along, if you're in the chat room, we're doing our top five uh for every position we're uh every for this position. coming season. Well not every position, but quarterback, receiver, running back, defensive back, pass rusher and kicker. So I guess
10: we could start with the quarterback. Uh, quarterback. Yeah, let's go. All right, number five, Derek Carr. Number four, and, uh, let's be clear. Mm-hmm. We're talking about more so this what we think is happening this season. This season, uh, yep. Okay, I just want to make sure we all. that yep. so, so body of work is not as prevalent in our decision than projections of this year but body of work does that have, have something to do with it it does Okay, all yeah, right, it has go. little to do with it number 5 Derek Carr uh, number 4 Drew Brees number 3 Ben Roethlisberger number 2 unfortunately Tom Brady and number 1 the best in the game Aaron Rodgers you couldn't uh, you, you couldn't give Brady number 1 huh not nah. I mean, I think the only reason I would I would have gave Brady number one is because uh, you know I the obvious odds of them winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But he ain't a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. You just he just I, ain't.
9: I I totally agree with that. Yeah. That's why Rodgers is my number one quarterback, and Brady is my number two. I got Matt Ryan as my number three quarterback. Um, and and it's funny because I I did mention weeks ago that I thought that there's a chance that the Falcons offense could be
10: Yeah a little bit put him in my file. a
9: little bit different oh, well it will be different because of the you know yeah. change at O C but I think with the talent that's still there and then they really lose anybody on the offensive side,
1: yeah I
9: would tend to think that whatever system um Sarkeesian brings to the table that they could still flourish under that system. So I'll put Ryan as my number three quarterback. Gotcha. My number four quarterback is Russell Wilson. I'm sorry I know guys like to kind of underrate him a little bit, but I, I think what he does with his feet, his decision-making, and his throws, I, I think he's one of the best in the game right now. And I got a surprise at number five. I think Jameis Winston, man. That I, 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 was my I, honorable mention. I think Jameis Winston is going to do some yeah. big things, man. Was my honorable mention. I, I, I like the offensive weapons, man. I like Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson, and they got a couple of tight ends, o. J. the OJ Howard, but,
10: and they sleeping on Cameron Bray. They think just because OJ Howard right. got here that Cameron right. Bray, the Cameron Bray key led tight ends with eight touchdowns. Yep, um, last year. And it's funny because I drafted OJ Howard in our fantasy draft. Yeah. Well, I, I think OJ Howard will eventually be the guy, but yep. not with not right did. away. Yeah, yeah, not right away.
9: So I I I, I kind of feel you on that. Uh, running backs, what you got?
10: Running backs, uh, number five. This is going to be controversial. Uh, (laughs) What else is new? Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. I like that pick. Number five. Uh, Number four, Zeke. Mm
1: -hmm.
10: Number three, Ajayi. Number two, David Johnson. Right. Number one, Le'Veon. Le'Veon Bell. And my honorable mention because I know he he's not going to be in your top five. Right. I think he's going to have a, a a surprise year. Mm-hmm. Ty Montgomery. Ty
9: Montgomery. Hmm. That's interesting. So you think the Packers are going to commit a little bit more to the run?
10: I I, I think he I think he's going to have an interesting year. I think he's going to have an interesting year. I, so I'm I I don't know if he's going to be in the top ten at the end of the year. Right. But I think he's going to have an interesting year. So I, I felt the need to mention him. Right. 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 Uh I I just gotta uh respond to Chief's uh comment here. He says, uh,
9: Matt Who Trey? Damn, we have to get your eyes checked. And obviously Chief is hating on the Falcons and you know, hey, you you do what you do, man. I I, I think Matt Ryan'll uh he'll he'll be fine,
10: man. Eli won't be in that top five. Yeah, is that, exactly.
9: Exactly. Uh and he also says I guess in response to your Le'Veon Bell... He says, "Oh hell no, maestro! You a homer?
10: <laughs> so like, chief, you not a homer? Who's your? I would, chief, I put your top fives. Put your sh- yeah. Put your top five up since you talking shit. Put your top five. Yes, up. yes. Anybody, everybody,
9: put your top five up. Yeah. Running backs, receivers, quarterbacks, whatever. Um, you was right about me not having this guy on my um top five running backs. Yeah, yeah
10: Nobody would. Have, nobody would have time yeah, like I'm reading. Really yeah,
9: there. nobody would. Um, my number five though." It's a surprise. I truly think Dalvin Cook is going to have a big impact on the Vikings this year. Because I I just don't think Sam Bradford is going to be the guy to carry him.
10: I mean, it don't hurt that Latavius Murray has been injured pretty much all offseason.
9: Exactly. So I think Dalvin Cook, he he has a chance to be rookie of the year. He's got a good chance for that. Um, My number four... And I, and I watched this guy last week in a preseason game, and he looked really, really good. I think Eddie Lacey's going to do some great things for the Seahawks, man. Okay. I I got him at number four, man. Okay. um, I, I He looks slimmer. He looks a little bit faster. I mean, not what he was when he first came out, yeah. but he definitely got the belly fat down and, you know, toned down a bit. I, I think he's going to help the Seahawks out, man. My um, number three, same as yours, Ajayi. Number two, David Johnson, and number one, I got to give the respect where the respect is due. Le'Veon Bell, the best back in the league. Um, So, you don't have Zeke in your lineup, and you're a child. Listen, man, um, I got to stay consistent. And if folks remember when we did this last year, I left Brady... Out of my top five quarterbacks because mm-hmm. he was suspended, suspended for, mm-hmm. for the first few games. Even though he did end up being... He but, ended up, you know... Yeah. What, he, what, was he, what did he throw? 24 touchdowns, two picks or something like yeah. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that was expected. I mean, I'm not trying to say that he wasn't going to yeah. be productive. It was just that I if if I can't have you for all 16 games, I can't put you in my top five. And it's the same thing with Zeke. Okay. I can't... I, I'm, I'm sorry. I... I I know you're going to miss games. <laughs>
10: but you know he'll mess around and still. Yes, he'll six. probably come back and he'll probably, he'll probably rush is, for 1,800 mess, yards. He'll miss six games and still mess around and be like number five or number sure. six and
9: rush. Sure, sure I get it. I get yeah, it. Okay. But
1: All right.
9: I need you for 16 games. Okay. I I, I got to be consistent with that. Okay. I got to be consistent. Uh, wide receivers.
10: Wide receivers. Number five, Dez Bryant. Number four. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans, right. Number three, and I know nobody's gonna like this. Julio Jones. Ooh, we got some Falcon fans in that chat. Number room. two, Odell Beckham. Number one, and I get it. I know everybody's about to say you a Homer. That's cool, <laughs> but look, I'm saying this is the, this is why I'm saying AB for no for really no other reason than this. Le'Veon Bell and Martavis Bryant is why I'm saying Antonio Brown is going to be the best. Because he'll receiver be more
1: effective. Yeah, obviously. he's going to be the
10: best receiver. That's 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 the only reason I'm saying if if Martavis Bryant. Gets injured, or something happens, or obviously something happens to Le'Veon Bell. I'm pushing Odell Beckham to number I would push Odell Beckham to number one.
1: Right, right. But
10: for though only for those reasons, only for the reason that we got a legitimate number two right now. Mm-hmm. And truth be told, we just picked up a decent tight end, Vance McDonald from the 49ers, along with Jesse James. Did y'all I, cut um, Sammy Coates? No, he's, I, I he's, saw no, something
9: where, yeah, okay. okay. It's um, because I saw something them saying that they might just deal away with
10: them. Um, and I wouldn't be mad enough No, nah, for doing it. I wouldn't be, I I would be mad because my last name would no longer be on the Pittsburgh Steelers, but oh, I wouldn't be on, mad dude. based on his production, no. <laughs> <This> um, <laughs> but no, nah, truth be told, is looking like for if if I'm you know, if in my personal opinion. He's gonna make the team for special teams. Darius Haywood Bay is gonna be the guy that gets cut. But either him or Justin Hunter. Mm. So Yeah, um, I forgot that guy was on there. Yeah, so it's gonna be one of those two in my opinion. Uh Thorney Switch in the chat room says
9: Vern's top five is Eli, 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 and Eli. Rough Buff says top five, dialon, dialon, dialon. Because that spit hot
10: fire. But here goes Chief Rocker's real uh top five. Yep. And uh, let's be clear (laughs) This is the biggest crock of shit (laughs) In my life I I see it Uh, DeMarco Murray I'm assuming he's talking about at number 5 I ain't so mad at that Adrian Peterson at number 4 No No Bell at number 3 Beast Mode Marshawn Lynch at number 2 and Ezekiel Elliott number one. Chief, shame on you for putting a
9: Dallas Cowboy running back at number one and you a Giants fan. Shame on you for that.
10: Shame on you for putting two two running backs where we don't even know really what the hell they're going to do in the regular season in Mm -hmm. your top five, and Adrian Peterson and and, and, uh, Marshawn Lynch. Um, Adrian Peterson hasn't looked good. Not, From but, what I've seen, Marshawn Lynch did what he, you know. Marshawn oh, so Lynch you've was, watched them in preseason. I've seen clips. I've seen, you know, mm-hmm. I haven't, I, I, I haven't pretended to watch an entire Saints game. There's no way in hell. Order. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. He might. It's, it's not even. I'm not sure that he's not. He might start quotation marks right. because he's Adrian Peterson, mm-hmm. but he might get just Mark Ingram still might get just as many touches as Adrian Peterson, and let's be that's because we're not gonna get. We're not going to get the Vikings, Adrian Peterson, in any shape, form. And the Saints would be smart to split
9: carries between their backs just to preserve preserve. Adrian Peterson. Right? right. They they would be smart to do that. Um, Chief, I don't like your top five running backs. Yeah, I don't
10: like it. I I, don't
9: like it it at all. I don't like it. Uh, Sharif, what's good, man? See you up in the chat room. All right. uh, My receivers, my top five, I got the same number five as you, Maestro. Uh, I got Dez number five. I still got AJ Green in my top five. I mentioned yeah, him last year. Um, AJ Green and that draft pick of John Ross mm-hmm. for the Bengals. I think AJ Green is going to be more effective, and it kills me to say that because he burns well, the Ravens every year. Yeah, what
10: I well, that was that's what I was going to say. He's definitely going to burn the Ravens. Um, I I don't know. I don't. Believe in that Because I don't know what John Ross is gonna do One mm-hmm. Two Um Their Offensive tackles Whitworth is gone Yeah I and heard the yeah, O-line Is questionable Yeah their tackles In particular Are really questionable Right now they're mm-hmm. two young guys They might even be rookies Right Um But um
1: yeah, yeah I, I, I don't, I don't like. I heard that. that
10: of, I've heard some things about the offensive line for Cincinnati, and that's going to have something to do with Andy Dalton. Um, we yeah. don't, we don't. Because uh, if you put pressure on Andy Dalton, he's going to make mistakes. I mean, obviously, a lot of Andy Dalton's uh, issues are the offensive line. Yeah, a lot of his issues are the offensive line didn't perform last year. Right. Um, I don't know how we feel like that offensive line got any better this year. Yep. Obviously we gotta see what they do. I know, I see you thorny. We don't know what nobody's gonna do. Yeah, I just was reading the, that. The whole the whole the whole what makes this game fun is speculation. That's all, um, all things. I don't think that uh those tackles are gonna be good enough to make A- Andy Dalton good enough to make A.J. Green... To make quicker throws. Yeah. I I I Or, I agree or, or to hold the line where he can make the throws that A.J. Green needs to make. Right. I don't think that, um... I don't think that that's going to be consistent enough during yep. the year for A.J. Green to be in my top five. But I did want to mention my honorable mention that, um... I don't feel like nobody's talking about... What's that? Kelvin Benjamin is going to have a, um... a year this year, I think. You think so? I think he's going to have a year this year, man. Um... Hmm. I... I, I He was um, injured last year. If I'm not mistaken, last last year. Um, Obviously, everything that was going on, or whatever the hell was going on with Cam Newton or the Panthers as a whole. I was gonna say, I would say the Panthers as a whole. Yeah, uh, that's why they got rid of the GM. Yeah. So, but I think Kelvin Benjamin is gonna have a great uh, year. Early candidate for most improved player, in my opinion. Yeah, we'll see. We'll definitely see about that. Um, just to
9: finish my list, the receivers: uh, number three, Odell Beckham; number two, Antonio Brown, and I gotta put Julio mm-hmm. number one. I mean that 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 guy, and it's it's a little bit based off of last year, but
10: yeah, going into I this mean, year, I, yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't. I, I, I'm not mad at it. I, yeah, that dude's I, I catch radius is yeah. sick.
9: Is everywhere. Yeah, yeah,
10: you 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 can't beat that. Uh, kickers. What you got for kickers? Kickers. Um, I got I got to leave. I got to put the OG in there. Vinatieri. hmm Uh, the homie from uh Kansas City, Santos. Oh, Cairo Santos. Right. Number three, uh, because he'll get the opportunities more yep. than most teams. Yep. Um, yep. This is a homer. This is a biased pick. Number two, uh, Chris Boswell. Boswell. Yep. He was good last year. He was good last year. He's been good since he's been there. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really last year. But um yeah, give me give me Boswell. Yep. And number one, uh, the only Raven that I will ever give credit on this current roster, or maybe Terrell Suggs when he retires, um, Justin Tucker is the best kicker in the game, period. Um You're damn right he is. Uh yeah, period. And honorable mention, Dan Bailey is a pretty good kicker. That's crazy! All those names you
9: said are in my top five. Yeah. Um, even the honorable mention, uh, Vinatieri, number five, number four. I got Dan Bailey.
10: Okay,
9: because I, I I think I think he's going to be more critical, being with the Zeke with the Zeke yeah. thing mm-hmm. being out, and you know we're still. And I I love Dak and what he did last year. Still got to see the maturity. Still got to see how he tape, develops. Yeah. As a quarterback Now that You know People can game plan For him a lot better Than they have Uh Number three I got Kyro Santos Number two Gustowski Because He gets a lot of those opportunities Cause they score
1: mm-hmm.
9: All the time Even when You know Their drive stall And Number one Justin Tucker um, yeah. Best kicker in Period. football I mean I, I tell you I think that
10: nigga might kick an 80 yard field goal before his career Well
9: remember the 63, the 63 yarder 63, in Detroit yeah. A uh-huh. few uh-huh. years ago that, year. that that actually that's, won that's, me the that, uh, The fantasy football, fantasy football league yeah, that yeah. year
10: yeah.
9: Over uh, over our homeboy Vince If you're listening
10: mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah man um, Yeah Justin Tucker um, And Chief Rocker I was just about to say that Best player on trade team is the kicker Facts Okay I'm not I'm not gonna argue with that. I mean I don't know what y'all pausing, but I'ma say if it's me, I I, I don't know. Who paused you? Rough I don't buff? know if I was paused. I just know somebody was paused. Oh. Oh. I don't know. Um pass rushers. Pass rushers. Uh number five, Vic Beasley. Um mm-hmm. I gotta give it to him off the strength that he led the league in sacks. led the league in sacks. Right um number four joey bosa Mm -hmm. number three von miller Yep. right right number two jj watt Mm -hmm. number one khalil mack i think khalil mack is going to continue um to have to be the best defender on that team um i understand that uh outside of his sack's numbers, sack numbers. He's the only defender on that. Yeah, everybody <laughs> else, that the team's sack <laughs> numbers are garbage. And that's why I think he's going to have to continue to be He's going to have to beast again. Yeah, he's going to have to beast again and I think he will. He's young enough to do it. Mm-hmm. He'll beast again. They'll realize that in the playoffs that they lost because Khalil Mack was the only person doing it and then they're going to get him help. Or that's my if beast mode refines himself Some guys on defense
9: might overachieve. Maybe. You never know. You you, you never know. Um, My top five pass rushers, um, number five, I got Joey Bosa and number five. Um, He surprised a lot of people last year. I think he'll be better this coming season. Number four, I got Aaron Donald. He was my honorable mention. With the Rams. He was my honorable Um, mention. Again, just like Khalil Mack, I think
10: Aaron Donald is the only – Guy for the Rams? No, no, you don't no, think so? No, I don't. I forget the other guy on the line. There's another guy that's 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 right there with him. And the other piece to the Rams is is that Wade Phillips is their defensive coordinator. Oh, is he? They're taking steps up this year. Oh, snap. I don't know if they're making the playoffs, but they're taking steps up this oh, year. Snap. Like they, this year, they're taking steps up. They they gonna have to get like seventy sacks if they. Even yeah. have a chance but of let's sniffing be clear, the playoffs with their with their roster on paper right that now. That offense, yeah. <laughs> but with their well, Todd Gurley had an off year. Who I, I, he's definitely a that coach. offense. Oh my God, Sammy Watkins at wide receiver, Robert Woods right behind them. Um, they got a I forget who who the tight end is. They got a big tight end. Is, is their offensive line any good? Um, I think I, I don't think it's much different from the year before when Jer- when uh, Todd Gurley had a good year. Okay. His rookie year, I don't think it's that much different. But I'm talking about like pass protection. I'm not talking about run well, blocking. Let's be clear, they're not really having a whole bunch of tensions of throwing the ball a whole lot. Sure, we we know that.
9: Sure, but, but Todd Gurley. But if the ain't playing on defense on defenses, we're gonna stop Todd Gurley. Like we gonna load up? Yeah, I get you. defenses is gonna load up. I mean, why yeah. why would I you play you. it any other way? It's I Jared Goff we talking about?
10: I got you. You know. Um, Chief Rocker Von Miller was number three on my list, and JPP is not better than anybody in my top five. Sorry, mm-hmm.
9: yeah, mom um, yeah, my number three was J.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. Um, my number two was Von Miller, and my number one was Khalil Mack. Okay, that right. that that's where I'm at with that. Uh,
10: defensive backs, defensive backs. Yep, for me, number five, Janoris Jenkins is number five for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't know what what. What needs to be said about Janoris Jenkins and the Giants? Um, they he that dude he's official. Uh, number four, Richard Sherman. Number three, Josh Norman. Um, I know hmm. people. I know I forgot about him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know people have their, you know about <laughs> about how that season happened. But truth be told, um, he had some spots where he wasn't good because he don't necessarily do zone that well. Right, right. But if you looked at it. His games, he had a pre. He had a solid year. He had a solid year last year. He definitely uh, did. Chief wants to know um, where what happened to JPP. That's what I just said. I just, um, JPP is not better than anybody um, on that list. And Von Miller was number three on my list. Yeah, I tell you what, that dude's ability to block
9: uh, passes, though. Yeah, that that dude is he's legit when with, it comes to his, that with his
10: with his. Uh, oh, his Come guy. on, man! <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Number two, give me Marcus Peters. Mm -hmm. Um, Number one, give me Patrick Peterson. But I would say Patrick Peterson does... um, Patrick Peterson does have... I feel like he needs to... um, do something this year mm-hmm. for him to continue to be the best corner in the league, in my personal opinion. I Man. think it's still based... I think if anybody, including myself, is still putting him at number one, it's more based on what we believe he's going to do potential wise and then right. what he's actually... I think he needs to be... He needs some stats. Good. He needs stats, but he
9: also needs to be good enough to where he's going to impact the win-loss column for the Cardinals.
1: Because
9: mm-hmm. they, they got to bounce back. I mean, you can't go 7-8-1 and, and then come into this season and you're around the same or you're, you're much worse than that. With mm-hmm. with that talent, you, you can't be any worse than what you were last year. My top five DBs, um, Janoris mm-hmm. Jenkins, number five. Mm-hmm. I got Peterson at number four, okay. um, only because I think these three guys are a little bit better. Um, number three gets overlooked because of the team he plays for. Joe Hayden, I still think, is a pretty good cornerback. It's just hard to okay. recognize him because he plays for the Browns and the Browns are terrible as a team, as an yeah. organization. Uh, number two, um, see when I when you think of defensive backs, I don't want to just point to. The corners. I think uh, the safeties. See, if
10: I'd known you was going to do that, my list would have been completely different.
9: Yeah i i, I yeah. wanted doing I wanted to include the safeties
10: too because uh, there's there's some safeties that I wish you would have told me that. That would have changed my list completely. E- like Landon Collins. There uh-huh. is no reason why Landon Collins wouldn't have been in my top five. I'm right. Saying safe, and I and
9: I would have been pretty good with that pick with Landon Collins. But well, my number two was Eric Berry from the Chiefs.
10: I think Landon Collins is better than Eric Berry. I'm just be okay.
9: That's you. fair. That's fair. Yeah. And my number one, Richard Sherman. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's debatable. I know people lately the, the defense for the Seahawks hasn't been all that great, but um you know, Sherman I would pick number one. My honorable mention as far as the safeties go would be Earl Thomas. Even uh, even despite the injury last well, I feel year, I like you
10: threw me for a curve, man. Because this list would have been different if I was including safeties, man.
9: Yeah, I mean, but yeah, but um, but defensive
10: tr- backs. Tremaine Johnson was was my honorable mention. Mm. But man, if I'd have known you was throwing throwing safeties in this mix, man, I definitely would have. This list uh, would have been way different. Uh, uh,
9: 334, Bama boy in the chat room says no. True font. Um, Who's Atlanta, he with?
10: Atlanta. Um, oh, right, right. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not saying he's not good. I'm, he's definitely a good corner. I, I, I don't, I don't know about that yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that.
9: Uh, Chief Rocker says y'all forgot Jamal Charles. Forgot Jamal where? Charles, where is he playing at? Jamal Charles,
10: where is he at? Denver. Somebody picked them. Denver picked them up. They picked him up in like the summertime. Okay, okay. Yeah, but why? What? Uh, is he saying the wrong name? I don't know. There's no way with Jamal Charles would a top any, any... five running back. Yeah, he got to be saying thing. going hand. into this year. Nah, he, but we, he got to be talking about something else. He can't be talking. Nah, about...
9: no, nah, Chief Rocker. He says he's in Denver. Nah, he's talking about Jamal Charles.
10: <laughs> Chief Rocker, I need, I need, he's, you, he's I need, a top, you, he's a top five running you, back. I need you to let go of the pass. According man. to, <laughs> I need you to let go of the pass.
9: According to Chief Rocker, he's a top five I need running back. Let go of
10: the pass. Back. Jamal Charles has been a top five running back for some time now. Yeah. The in, the injuries that. is yeah, man. mountain with the guy. I'm need you lead that. I'm a, I'm and there's lead... Jamal Charles right there. Yeah. We got on the um what's he's this? Not even, he's not even gonna start over CJ Anderson. Probably not. They're gonna split carries. Even though he just ran he yeah, he bought him right now though, but he's not about I don't see him starting over C.J. Anderson at this point. In like, case... That must be why you're saying it, because you're watching the game, and he got... I was going to say, five Curry right we're now.
9: in the man cave where we're at right now. We're watching the Broncos-Packers preseason he game averaged, from he last week. He
10: five of Curry right now. I don't know if this is the second team defense or not. Um, I don't know. But, um, yeah, no. He's not even starting over C.J. Anderson. But
9: I think similar to the Saints situation, it would be smart of the Broncos... To split carries with yeah. their backs and preserve Jamal Charles,
10: and C.J. so C.J. that man. if they
9: do get in the playoffs, you you got a shot. You got a shot to go somewhere yeah, to go far. Yeah, I don't really see them going to the uh, to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You don't think Trevor Simeon can, uh, lead, can lead the pac man?
10: And, and yeah, I don't I don't think so, man. I you don't. Paxton
9: Lynch so. come off the bench.
10: Paxton Lynch is injured right now. Yes, he, he is. Might not, he might not, If I if I read it right, he he in trouble.
9: Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's that number three?
10: Uh, don't ask me. <laughs> don't
9: ask me that shit. Uh, three, three, four says no, sir, chief. So Priest Holmes got a shot, right? Uh, Sharif says Emmett Smith has a better chance. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Word up. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, we appreciate everybody in the chat room tonight. Uh, we also appreciate those that are listening. That's not in the chat room, also. Uh, just a few reminders If you want to check this oh, show out Oh, before you out. go oh. I did want
10: to make sure I gave a shout out to TJ White And his efforts in Houston um, Oh, JJ He raised like 4 million mm-hmm. and, um, for, for the uh, For the relief flood. For the uh, floods
9: yeah, down in yeah, Houston Yeah, yeah, shout yeah, 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 yeah He's been doing a lot of um, Social media posts yeah, And yeah. keeping the updates And all that stuff Right, so shout out to him Yeah, yeah, no doubt No doubt uh, Shout out Now that you're talking about The um, flood situation Shout out to Kevin Hart he challenged some celebrities to donate some money, and and quite frankly, this whole thing of challenging other people to donate that shouldn't even be a challenge at this point. Well, if, you, if you're if you're a, a, a top name celebrity um, and you see something like this happening, whether you have ties to the city or not, you should be down there, you know, ready to do work, whether it's physical, financially, whatever. I don't think any of these, you know, top guys should be challenged at this point, but shouts out to Kevin Hart for doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, So again, folks, if you want to check out this episode on demand, just go to Spreaker.com. You can go to Google Play Podcasts, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Also, you want to follow us on social media, check out the Facebook page. We're also on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, and we're on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. Alright folks, that's it for the show Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier yeah, signing man. off Peace out folks, have a good weekend We'll catch at you next week Yo, what's good, this is Trey Frazier Maestro Styles This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time
0: Yeah Pulling up with the coupe Oh my goodness Must have done same with the roof Oh my goodness Sitting looking stupid on the stool Oh my goodness I would take notes if I were you Oh my goodness this was designed with the stars, the square and the cross, so we know true north. Oh my goodness. Smiling with 50 carrots in my jar. Oh my goodness. Fuck the law. It's a shame, nigga, rhyme, nigga, love crime. It's a shame they let
5: us jump out of Bentley's with dirty vans. Hit the stage for 15 minutes, get 30 bands. Swiss bank counting clean money with dirty hands. With some hood niggas that's ready to bang with the clan. Since I came in and shit, made my name a name brand. French kissing bitches and Paris clubbing like a caveman. We threw up the pyramids, now they. They say we Illuminati, Fox, fur Cavalli, Fuck Bill O'Reilly. No blood diamonds, I brought gold like a king. Jewelry so cold, made him blow the nose off the sphinx. Fuck you, think I'ma be some type of role model? I go full throttle, desperado, that's the motto. Vic in Chicago, with you have fit the grotto. Brazilian motto, she mean muggin' like Frida Kahlo. Drinking a North
0: with an Alicia Machado. Bitch, I'm the ticket, you just hit the lotto. Pullin' up with the cool. Oh my goodness. Must have done same with the roof. Oh my goodness. You sitting looking stupid on the stoop. Oh my goodness. I would take notes if I were you. Oh my goodness. This was designed with the stars, the square and the cross, so we know true norm. Oh my goodness. Smiling with 50 carats in my jar. Oh my goodness. Fuck the law. It's a shame, nigga, rhyme. Nigga, love rhyme. Young take the diamonds, finest. I shine like puff shine,
5: shine. up I sign to the rock, cause I'm timeless. Top off the mozzie, my behavior is mindless. On kids, nigga, we major, you mindless. Fresh out the cell to the booth, drop the Dylan roof. I'm still in the hood, tell Zimmerman's shoot. Hold my nuts with an OJ Club, fuck the judge. You rappers is false flag, and you a fashion blood. What's cracking, cuz? What you know about game banking? What's V thug? Why Barry leave your head ringing? Free Vic missa, I'm a star, chain swinging. This that crack music, nigga. You can blame breaking. I'm all man without paying. Y'all playing? We hide in a bitch. My bitch Himalayan, suicide Galado. That's a sacrificial lamb. I'm killer season
0: cam. No lives matter blam. Pulling up with the cool must have done same with the roof Oh my goodness You sitting looking stupid on the stool Oh my goodness I would take notes if I were you Oh my goodness this was designed with the stars The square and the cross So we know true norm Oh my goodness. Smiling with 50 carats in my jaw. Oh my goodness. Fuck yeah. the law It's a shame, nigga, rhyme Nigga, love crime
5: Every other night I'm outside with the nine You ain't got chips Fuck the world You got chips You can fuck the next man's girl Sounds harsh But they've been ripped apart My world The way kiss told it Should no. never be misquoted no. Them guns that you wave
1: on the camera We've been toting yeah. Selling love potions my whole rap career So your streams and
5: downloads Could never uh, match the kids never. We could go far, foreign Until it's boring My sheep will keep jumping the fence Until you're snoring Street poetry I'm all wild Wale for Lauren Till so the world is mine Like Illmatic and Lauren Reading on the globe Face to a table full of blow Fresh powder skin in the snow Type of rappers we know Got the right numbers on a kilo Burn the Carter down like I'm Nino Pull
0: up with the crew. Oh my goodness